0: rob luther is the junkie that casts the most genesis gems turtle flakes and the super show rob luther's heart into every show don't believe me take off i'll go grab some headphones
1: Michelangelo here, you know, the master of the whirling pizzas. And you, my friend, are listening to Turtle Flakes, a bodacious ball of Ninja Turtles goodness, brought to you by my radical dudes, Rob and John.
2: Oh, a
1: manga!
0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, Turtles fans. Jay Weezy here with Joshua Rook and Rob Luther, and we are ready for another totally bodacious episode of Turtle Flakes. That's right, J Dub is back. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I got I got my boys. It's like I got my brothers all in the same house. All right. Yeah, and Josh, you know Josh with he's got more energy than than Josh O'Rourke and I combined, right now. Well, well you, you know, know, I've
3: got I try to be reserved in my energy because my energy usually gets me in trouble. You know, I just say some stupid stuff all the time. So gets the cussing. It is. Well, I mean, what do you expect having an Irish guy on a podcast? You know, this is
1: just what happened. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So. Josh and I, we're so glad to have you back, Jay Weezy, man. We, we missed you, man. How, how's life been for you?
0: It's been crazy, but, you know, it's it's starting to get better. I've started a uh, minor rap career. And, uh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he called me to sip there. I about choked.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, uh, going through some work stuff, but, uh, you know, it's starting to calm down finally. We went to California, uh, on vacation at some nice. point. Uh, since i was gone so that was cool went to uh we checked out southern california that was fun we got to do the paramount movie tour uh on the studio oh man that was awesome we got to see the sound stages where they filmed the original star trek all kinds of stuff and since paramount did the new turtles movie i actually got an official paramount turtles movie poster
1: oh no way
0: yeah yeah so i'm kind of pumped about that that was really really cool Let's see. We had uh, we had some car problems, so we got a new car finally. Hey,
2: nice! Uh, That was
0: cool. Yeah, Um, and then at work they so we have a '80s pizza arcade at work.
2: I'm so jealous.
0: Um, It's it's pretty awesome because we're our whole floor is IT, so the floor is like black and white checkered. They got like tables and booths, like set up like an old school pizza place, and then they added arcade games. So we've got like a bubble hockey. A bubble hockey you know machine they've got a pinball machine they've got tapper which is like one of my favorite games of all oh, time i love tapper mortal kombat 2 street fighter 2 uh oh, tron wow. <laughs> yeah like all the classics and then uh, a couple months ago they put in a turtles machine
1: dude i flipped oh man did wow. an
0: actual turtles machine at work and i'm like how am i supposed to get any work done like seriously <laughs> my guys
1: you have, like, a, excuse me, a bathroom break real quick. Two hours later, yeah. you're, you're fighting Krang. You did not you know, have I, 12 hour days at work. You just,
3: like, yeah. spent four hours at work <laughs> just playing turtles in time or whatever.
1: And then I
0: ended up getting written up. My boss had to talk to me because I kept on, <laughs> on boat guarding uh, Donatello on the machine. Oh, um,
1: it I was worth it. You
0: that. know how that goes. Yeah.
3: Hey, you know, you put your quarters there first. That's your character. Right. <laughs> <Now>. <laughs>
0: that's how it works. <laughs>
3: Ain't my fault these young bosses don't know their stuff. You know.
1: <laughs> well, dude, it's it's so cool to have you both on, man. My favorite shows are when at least all three of us are on, and then when we can get Nicole on here, and it's like the Turtle Flake Supreme.
0: Well, oh, I, I yeah. figure I had to come back because I listened to an episode and you guys were talking <laughs> about
1: like Power Rangers and like
4: Resident That's Evil and one. I'm like, What hey.
0: is going on here? Like, come on. All right, I, I gotta regulate.
3: It's a it's an experimental segment where I talk about some stuff that's not Ninja Turtles. I'll
1: tell you what, it's gotten some, uh, you know, it's gotten some positive feedback so far. We got some uh, feedback on Facebook on Resident Evil Seven.
3: Thanks, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) But Nicole does say hi. Nicole told Nicole had to get she was called in the work early this morning. She was going to pop in for the episode, but she got called in the work, so she said hi to you and you and Rob.
0: Oh, she heard I was going to be on, and she was like, "Bumped out." Jeez, I, she called into work after that. <laughs> She's like, uh, you guys have any hours? Can yeah, I come in, yeah,
1: please?"
3: You don't even have to pay me. Just let me, let me, let me show up, please. All
1: right, exactly. Well, well, sweet, uh, Jay Weezy, man. Do you think you could come on like more often? I mean, do you, do you think things are calming down enough to where you could come up, come on uh, as a regular host again, or relatively I, I, hope,
0: I hope so. You know, we'll see. We'll see how much I can put up with you guys.
3: And he's gone. <laughs> I, have a I have a follow-up question. Am I not up to snuff now? Am I not up to Jay Weezy here? Hold on. Hold on.
0: Well, you know.
3: Wow. That's don't, don't the little
0: Power Rangers thing. I don't know, man.
3: Yeah. I, I thought you just got another co-host named Josh, and I thought it was just a coincidence. My fault. I didn't know I was supposed no. to replace somebody.
0: You know, yeah, well, with the Townsend Coleman sound segments, we had to find somebody else with the name Josh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was, you know, that way we never have him call him again and re-record it, so.
0: Yeah. (laughs) You know what? What you
3: should have done was just have Rob, like, talk over when he said Josh and just be like, okay, here's my radical dude. Rob and Steven.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's sweet. Well, well guys, uh, today is February 18th as we're recording this, and, oh, my gosh, this was not planned, but I went to pull up our thanks to our good friend uh, Brian who sends us emails every now and then, he gave me a whole list of turtle history that we could use for our show and I swear I didn't plan this, but on February 19th of 2005 my favorite Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle issue came out, and you guys I think you already referenced it before the show yep. it, it is Tales Volume 2, Issue 9 The One with Clunk, The Path
0: Oh, he's gonna be crying uh, I know it! He's well up now, isn't he? <laughs>
1: Don't, don't get me started.
3: Man, rivers of tears, Rob. No, I know.
1: No. I know. Well, I'll tell you what. I can't believe it's already, what, uh, 12 years old? I mean, yeah. gosh, it just still seems... I remember when it came out. I remember buying it new when it, when it first came out, and I I remember going home, reading it at my dad's house, and, golly, feeling pretty depressed afterwards.
0: And we like <laughs> a 12-year-old. He still does.
1: Oh, yep. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You know, we'll have to return to that again, because that was, that was a while ago we talked about that, and... Golly, I love that issue, but yeah, it was funny. Somebody speaking of that, somebody had actually posted a picture up on Jim Lawson's site or something, or I can't remember what it was, but I'm not the only one. I've ha- I've read all the comments after that. They're like, Oh my gosh, that was the best and saddest issue I've ever read and So, you know, there's a lot of other stuff. That was just Rob there.
0: posting again?
1: Under other yeah. different profiles.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it was a big coincidence. It was actually Lob Ruther, so <laughs> yeah, sounded a
1: little
0: suspicious. Yeah. Should have made I cried too. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that should have been the movie.
1: Yeah, y'all don't know. It's like that Rob guy's pretty cool though. <laughs> I don't know who Rob Luther is, but I hear he's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so guys, um, it's been a couple weeks, and obviously, Josh, it's been a couple months—probably six months, yeah. seven months. Have you guys gotten any Ninja, Tur- Ninja Turtle pickups in the last few weeks?
0: Uh, yeah. So I. Rob and I got together over the summer, and he visited me, and that was really cool. Oh, and yeah. he gave me a few things, and one of the things that was really awesome, I don't remember if I mentioned it, the 45 Turtles record he gave me.
2: Oh, Did we yeah. talk about that? I don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah. Well, anyway, it's really awesome. So I got into vinyl, and I have some Turtles on uh, on vinyl, which is really, really cool. The record's yes, like sure. got special <laughs> colors. That's right. <laughs> it's, it's really awesome. Uh, and then besides that, I'm sure there's been multiple things over the last six months that I don't remember but the biggest one that I do remember which is really really exciting let me grab it is it was a special Kickstarter project by Kevin Eastman which I think he said he was gonna come on the show and talk about I don't know if he did while I was gone the board game TMNT shadows of the past
1: oh, oh yeah. yeah oh yeah
0: did you guys talk to him about that yet uh yeah <laughs> <That's> <laughs> really how good you did. We are
1: yeah you, you, you we talk- not hear it
0: No, no, I'll have to go back and listen to it. Okay.
3: We talked to him about it before it came out, though, so...
0: Oh, Oh, okay. So before it was, like, cool, you guys were into it.
3: Yeah, I know, hipsters, like I said.
0: (laughs) Yeah, did you guys guys end up picking it up?
3: I have that one, and I have not even attempted to play it yet, because it's just, whoa, this is intimidating. (laughs) When you open this box up.
0: (laughs) So it's funny, because when it it came, like, I opened up the box and everything, and you know how it's, like, shrink-wrapped? Well, the shrink wrap is already, like, cut. Oh. So it's already oh. technically not sealed. So I'm like, all right, I have no excuse not to play it now. Yeah. <laughs> that depreciates its value. No. Yeah, Dude, this thing is heavy, though. Like, seriously, it's got to be like, what, six or seven pounds? This thing's heavy.
3: Did you get, like, the, the works edition?
0: Oh, yeah, I got whatever. The, it was like 100 bucks or something. It was crazy. Yeah,
3: I, that, it was like 150 It's that big block of just stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's I got what, that
3: one, too. And it was it's crazy how much stuff they could fit into it.
0: Yes, it's forty-five plastic figures, fifteen action dice, eight battle dice, one hundred and twenty-eight cards, four hero sheets, nine villain sheets, one hundred and thirty-two status tokens, forty-six prop tokens, wow. six double-sided map sheets, a rule book, a victory bookmark, two adventure comics, uh, with sixteen featuring sixteen battle scenarios, and a Kickstarter base assets listed in the Kickstarter scenario book.
3: Yeah. Wow. One thing that's really cool is you can buy this thing on Amazon now. So it's cool that it's out there on the, to the public too. I think there is a lot of people that probably didn't back this thing on Kickstarter that just heard about it probably recently, maybe even thanks to our show. So it's good to know that there's a lot more people that can enjoy this.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I'm curious what the differences are between that one and the one that we got. Cause I think, I know this one has a Kevin Eastman cover. I don't know if the other one does.
3: Yeah. The, Ooh. the ones that, um, the, like the actual box that it comes in is much different. It's the, it's, uh... <laughs> madias santa luco's artwork but if you bought if you backed this thing on kickstarter you also got a scenario book with a bunch of specific missions for people that have backed it on kickstarter awesome. so there's, like a, there's like a whole mission like there's like six or seven missions in each book and there's a third book just for the people that uh... backed it on kickstarter so there's like six or seven other missions you get to play so it's pretty cool and uh... kickstarter specific uh... pieces too
1: nice that's awesome now, is that the yeah, one, uh, Josh, is that the one that uh, Nicole had to email them about? Oh, my God. If I'm ever going to work for
0: IDW, <laughs> it's not
3: going to happen now. Like, Nicole, uh, as a surprise, she backed it on Kickstarter as soon as she heard about She heard about it before I did. And she started noticing on Facebook that people were getting theirs in the mail, like, between October and November. And so here it was in December. We still hadn't gotten ours. And we didn't get ours until after Christmas. And Nicole actually had to email idw (laughs) i don't know who she emailed but we got that thing in the mail like three days later and it was basically like we paid for that thing and we should have got it i was like oh there goes that that boat
1: yeah pipe (laughs) dream gone (laughs) just well that's awesome man well uh so what about you josh have you got anything in the last couple weeks yeah you know
3: what i got um i I'm um, slowly getting into the uh, collecting uh, the original 1988 action figures, the Playmate action figures. So I got on eBay, I got like just basically a huge box of just assorted figures. And I'm so excited because four of them I never had as a kid. I got, real quickly, I got Monty Moose, uh, Half Court, uh, Mutant Giraffe, and uh, Walkabout, and Sandstorm. So I never had those as a kid, and I saw them. I got them earlier in the week. I was so happy about that. That's awesome. I got a Shredder. I got an original Shredder figure, you know, the anorexic-looking shirtless one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I got this one really, really rare figure called Shogun Shote, who is, like, a mutant dinosaur who does kung fu, apparently. He was actually in the Mirage comics, like in the Tales of TMNT comic or something like that. And he was never in the cartoon, but he is a pretty rare figure, and he was in kind of rough shape. Like, he's got all these armor pieces that the guy that owned it before me broke off for some reason. So, I had to, I had to super glue them back on. So, which is fine. I mean, his paintwork still looks good. His articulation is great. And that piece, it was just, like, the, uh, the armor pieces on top of the actual figure that I had to glue back together. And there's a couple that... Are, there's two that are missing, but whatever. It's a great-looking figure. There's another one I never had. And... I got the, and also in the same box was the Next Mutation figures. I already had Venus, but I got the, the other four Ninja Turtles. And I don't know, we'll talk about it later, but these Next Mutation action figures are awesome. And for whatever reason, they all came with guns, you know? <laughs> I have no <laughs> idea why. But, like, each turtle has a specific handgun for them. I was like, wow. <laughs> is this Turtles the Turtles you know. <laughs> they strap with gas. I know, yeah. They're like, Jay Weezy's in towns. We got to strap up, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. I saw the the photo that you posted up on Facebook of uh, of those figures. I didn't have any of those. You know, the draft, yeah. the moose. Oh, gosh. What was the name of the camel again, you said? Sandstorm. Sandstorm. I,
3: that sorry. is just one of the most racist figures I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> because it's Sounds a like- camel wearing a turban, and he's got... A shield, which is a magic carpet, and a handgun. That's a, a genie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm just like, oh, wait a, a minute! Time. <laughs>
3: Man, I can't yeah. wait to get like. There's another one that's uh, called Doctor L, who is a witch doctor and an elephant. I was like, that. I know I shouldn't put money down on that, but I got to complete the collection. I got yeah, to do for it. The
1: collection. It's for the collection. Yeah, one day, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not proud of this, but here it is. So. <laughs> So, are you leaning towards collecting a lot of the loose figures, or are you are you still going to go box two or both? I'm gonna
3: I'm gonna get as many loose as I can. Like, I don't really care about accessories. There's only like I've said this a million times. There's only a few figures where you need the accessories because they go with the the costume or gear that they're wearing. But it was like Monty Moose. The only way I could find that was boxed, so I had to pay a little bit more for that. Yeah. Um, but all the other ones I got were loose, and they all look great. You know. Um, oh yeah, but I, I honestly, at this point, I don't really care if they're loose or boxed. That's me. I mean, if I can get a boxed one for a decent price, I'm all for it. But if I can get them loose, you know, why not?
1: Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's kind of been my take. I, I think I only want to get the boxed ones of you know the ones I really really loved, and maybe the you know the first four turtles, you know, the first Playmates yeah. line. Uh, but overall, I'm probably going to lean more towards loose figures because one, they're a lot cheaper, and, and two, yeah. I just don't have a roo- enough room on my walls, especially uh, at our new place. Um, what's going to be the turtle lair? It's, it's a smaller room than what I have now. So yeah. uh, I just don't have enough room to hang up a, a whole bunch of boxed figures, you know?
3: Yeah, and plus, I mean, I take them out of the boxes anyway. Yeah. You know, so I mean, the only ones I still have in boxes, I have the four turtles hung up on the wall in with their boxes hung up. But, like, all the other ones, they're all out of the box. I save the cards because I like collecting the, the card backs. Um, but, no, I really don't... I really, and I really don't care if they're boxed or loose. But, like, sometimes it's cheaper to buy them boxed for some reason. It's like... Uh, like The next figure I absolutely want to get is Worm because of the comic we read last week. Because um, they have a, a Playmates uh, Ninja Turtle Worm figure. But it's cheaper to buy them in box then it is loose, and I have no idea why. <laughs> but Yeah. So it's like that one I'll get boxed, but whatever.
0: Oh, huh, that's crazy.
3: Yeah, I know. I it, It's like I found one boxed for $35, so I'm just waiting till I get paid to buy another couple figures. But on Amazon, there's a loose one for 99 It was like, well, which one am I going to get? <laughs> <laughs> it's like I, I think like half the stuff you find is just like some dude is selling his stuff because his wife told him to, and he doesn't really want to sell it. So he was like, okay, $100 for this worm. That's crazy. I saw this one collection on eBay where was, I, uh, this one dude was selling. He had a boxed version of every single Ninja Turtles figure. Oh, my goodness. And it was called the motherload, <laughs> And um, every single, including all the variants, all still mint on card. And this guy wanted $1,400 for him and wasn't willing to ship it. You had to go pick it up.
2: Wow.
3: What, I was 14, like,
1: well, $1,400 total? Like for everything?
3: Yeah. That's
1: I thought like, that's not a bad price.
3: That's not bad. It was like and I just got my tax return. I was like, Well, maybe I could buy that, you know? And but then I saw, okay, I have to go pick it up. Where does this dude live? And it's like Florida. I was like, Nope, never mind. Not doing
1: it. There goes that. <laughs> well, have you got anything else there, Josh?
3: Um No. No, just the uh the Playmates Action figure. So that's my that's my new thing, is I'm gonna start I'm gonna over the next couple of years I'm hoping to get every figure, so nice nice so i already had to, uh i didn't realize how many of them i already had so i actually wrote down all the ones i need to get and outside of a couple like stupid rare expensive ones um i don't have too many more to get because i'm not getting i'm not going to worry about variants there's only a couple of variants i want yeah it's like i really want the turtle trolls but i understand
2: yeah what about the baby nots
3: well, the, turtle, the Toon Turtles, no, but like the Toon Turtles, like they, they also made the Neutrinos, and they made Irma, Vernon, and Burn. so
1: I'll get those, but I don't need the Toon Turtles themselves. Sweet, sweet. Well, for me, I've not gotten a whole lot in the last couple of weeks. Actually, just yesterday, I picked up IDW issue 67. Not, not gotten to read it yet, but uh, I look forward to that. And then I picked up uh, Batman TMNT Adventures issue 4. Uh, which I've read the first two issues and I really, really like the series so far. So I'm excited to get caught up on it. And then speaking of uh, collecting, I-, I think I mentioned in the last episode. I'm going to start collecting the TMNT magazine, and I just purchased the the fall 1991. So that's the second one out of the run, and uh, it was like ten bucks on eBay each. I've checked every single one of them. They're all around ten dollars to eleven dollars on eBay. So. It's kind of a cheap way to collect, and there's not too many of them. It only goes from 1992, uh, 93, and they're published quarterly. So, so it's a pretty good deal there. And then once I get that done, I'm going to work on my Archie comics collection. So,
3: you know so. what, Rob? If you really want those, we should stop talking about them because now everyone's going to be like trying to buy them. Right? <laughs>
1: like,
2: <laughs> I know. I got to get them
3: before yeah, Rob and Josh. Right.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. Yeah, I, well, I just I just picked up the fall one, so the next one will be, I guess, winter of, I don't know if they'll do winter 1990 or winter 91. I'm not sure how that works, but but, uh, but yeah, looking forward to that. That's awesome. And actually, guys, uh, before we get to the Radical Relic segment, I wanted to mention that a few announcements for the show, some exciting stuff. One, I talked to Michelle Ivey from Bunga Corner, you know, the, the super fan that she is. She was doing a, I just randomly was scrolling through Facebook, and she was doing a live stream. So I, I uh, clicked on it and she was talking about some of her favorite turtle toys and I just said, Hey, Rob here from Turtle Flakes and would you ever wanna come on our show? We'd love to have you. And then she she read it right away on live on the stream and said, Yeah, I'd love I'd love to be on. So Dude, I, I
0: met her, she's so nice. I met her, I got her card, and then I got busy and never followed up with her. But yeah, she agreed to come on like no way. two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was I don't know if she lives in the area, but it was, I don't remember if it was when I got my book signed by Kevin Eastman at the, uh, it was like everybody dress up like a turtle world record thing. There was what? one of those. Yeah, yeah. That was when I first met Eastman, got his card, and how we got the first interview, but she, I believe she was there. Wow. And she had her collection there. It was crazy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Awesome.
1: I remember you saying that. Gosh. Yeah, yeah. Go. Yeah. Yeah, that
0: was a couple of years ago.
1: You never called her.
0: I know. Well, what a jerk know, Play is gonna play, right?
3: <laughs> I was gonna make a joke like that, but I didn't want to. I didn't know if I should. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you. Hey, hey, it's 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 free range, man. <laughs> yep. Well, uh, we we got a uh, email. I forgot to read on the show last last time. It's from our good buddy Brian, who supplies us with a lot of the radical relic uh, information and the um, turtle history. And this is feedback on our first show of 2017. So this is a little old. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> he says. Hey, Rob. I just wanted to say that I enjoyed the latest episode and have been very happy to hear that the Radical Relics and Turtle History segments are going well. Starting off 2017 very well, my friends. And that was actually before we had to take a few weeks off. You know how that goes. Yeah. (laughs) But we appreciate it. He says, First, I wanted to start with my own pickup, and thank you for it. Recently, I recently purchased a TMNT waffle maker from Kohl's, and it is amazing. (laughs) Uh, Not only is it Turtles, but it makes darn good waffles, too. Also, a bit of detail which I didn't notice till I bought the item. Instead of the typical waffle pattern, the background and the other side of the maker is shaped like a manhole cover. Very cool detail. Anyway, I learned about this due to the brief mention on TurtleFlakes and wanted to say thank you. Who thought the show could be so educational? Geez, they learned something from us, eh?
2: Yeah,
1: bless Dude, that's hands. awesome.
2: That's <laughs> that what we learned. Yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he says, uh, great discussion on the 2007 movie toys. Tell Josh that he has thoroughly convinced me that I need that shredder. I currently yes. only have uh, four turtles and Splinter. By the way, that Splinter toy is actually my very favorite Splinter toy ever. Tell Josh it's way worth picking up. Also, in the 2007 film, have you guys tried reaching out to Kevin Monroe, the director? Hearing about that film and what might have been would be a great interview. That's a good idea.
3: That is a great idea. I never
1: thought of that. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, He says, As for some stuff that came up uh, About the 2003 series Shredder was Cherell the whole time Which later reveals why he was Hundreds of years old and why he is Still living after Leo decapitates Him and an alarmingly Dark moment in the 2003 show As for Baxter's missing eye Spoiler alert but that was Just the beginning of the sort of Gruesome running gag in that show Where every time Baxter failed the Shredder Shredder would mutilate him off camera by oh the my end, God. I know, geez. And by the end, he's just ahead. Wow, well, I, I didn't know that either. I, see, I got to watch more of the 2003 show. Finally, I just wanted to highly recommend this, the set of Bandai figure art TMNT figures to both of you guys and your listeners. They are a bit pricey uh, at $64 a figure, but they are yep. the single best figures ever based on the original cartoon. Have a Tootly Tobular. <laughs> Tootly Tobular. There we go. Wow.
0: Tootly Tobular, <laughs> man. Kewobanga. He's keep the drunk. <laughs> I know
1: it. Uh, have a totally tubular 2017, guys. Brian, dude, thank you so much for the email, man, and a lot of great suggestions there.
3: Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you for planning out the next year of our podcast. I appreciate it. Yeah, man. no
1: kidding. Yeah, that
3: that, that you know what? That, I'm jo- All joking aside, that idea to interview Kevin Monroe, man, that would be that would be a great
1: interview. Yeah, yeah. just just kind of see what his original vision was, and if he, you know. If, what his practical plans were for the sequel if there ever had been one. Oh man that would have been great so that sounds good and then guys we got even more feedback we got our first itunes review in 2017 not gotten one in uh in gosh probably about six months and that was a nice surprise i just happened to see it uh, the other day and let me read it real quick and i think i know who it's from it's from c holland art and that's actually uh, my buddy craig he, we've shared some of his artwork before He's a diehard Turtles fan uh, diehard Power Rangers fan uh, Really cool guy And he had to say this Turtle Flakes is an all-around fun TMNT podcast to listen to They're always entertaining content That covers over 30 plus years span of the franchise From the toys, comics, nostalgic memories And even the absolutely obscure They cover it They've had a variety of TMNT artists, voice actors And filmmakers to come on the show and it's always a good time to listen, to listen to and even the non-TMNT bander is a good time listening to as well. Whenever a new episode uh, automatically downloads, I know I'm in for a great listen, and it makes my commutes to work more enjoyable. All right, thanks so much, man. Thank you very much. Yeah. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. We 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 love it. And honestly, this is just sappy, Rob. Here, this is my sappy hour moment.
4: Sure. I
1: absolutely love just talking turtles with my buddies. Uh, you know, and and it's so cool that. You guys are listening as well, you know, and, and then we all share this love for the turtles. Hanging out with Jay Weezy or Joshua Rourke, you know, I got my boys with me, <laughs> and and uh, I don't know, it's just a lot of fun to just goof off and be a kid for at least two hours on a weekend. <laughs> yeah,
0: man, mm, it's all right.
1: Yeah, it's all right. <laughs> That's why Joshua comes <laughs> in now. <and out. laughs> yeah, you know, you you show up every now and then when you want to.
0: Yeah. I show what I show and I do what I do.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, guys, the last thing that we have, this is another one that um, I forgot to share on the last episode because I'm not good at what I do, is... Uh, I didn't want to say anything. It's like, you you said it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is we got a, a phone call. So uh, I hear the Turtlecom calling.
2: The Turtlecom.
1: Maybe that's Michelangelo now. This is Donatello. Come in.
4: Hi, uh, my name is Michael Jacobson. I, uh, uh, posted on Facebook. Big fan of the show. I've been a big fan for a few years now. Huge turtle fan, been a turtle fan. Oh god. I was born in 83, so I, I was, uh, really little right when the stuff came out. So I'm a giant fan. Uh, I have, I've been to many conventions, worked a few, been able to meet, uh, a whole bunch of the, uh, voice actors. Had a lot of fun. I have a pretty sizable turtle collection. Um, I, I am active duty military as well. I mean, I have a, have a lot of really, really cool stories about connecting with some of my fellow sailors or are Marines um, with turtles. Um, let's see what else. I'm in, uh, currently, I'm in uh station at 29 Palms, California, so I am Pacific. Hope that's okay. Um, but I am a Midwestern boy at heart, so if there's anything I can do to help with content with the show, I would love to. I mean... Gosh, I would, uh, I would absolutely love it. Anyway, have a good day. Thank you. Yeah,
1: good. So I'm glad y'all got to hear that. So that was from our friend Michael Jacobson, and he has posted on our Facebook page quite a bit. and And first of all, I want to say thank you so much for your service for our country or service to our country. Uh, uh, and it's so cool to hear the the turtles mean so much to you, and you kind of take the turtles on the road with you. You know, whatever wherever it is you're stationed and Josh, uh, you know, as a as a veteran yourself, man, uh, it's it's cool to have another brother uh, reaching out, huh?
3: Well, you know, I was I was all for it, and then he said he was in the Navy, you know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I can promote a member of the Foot Clan over there. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> I
3: was in the Army, the Army-Navy game. Every year, the Army gets kind of the crud kicked out of him by the Navy. The Navy's got a good football team, I'll just say that. but. <laughs> That's all you got. So, <laughs> no. so thank you very much, uh, Michael, for listening. I really appreciate it. I'm glad that you uh, still hold the turtles in a high regard. And I'm glad I'm not the only member of the turtle flakes family that was born in 83. You know, I'm, I'm glad I'm not the oldest one out there right now. <laughs> so thank you very much for
1: listening and your kind words.
3: And thank you for your service. Ah, Stay safe, too. Yeah,
1: absolutely I wholeheartedly agree and honestly yeah of course you can contribute any way you want to yeah keep on calling us I could be an ongoing uh, caller we're averaging about every other episode we get a Turtlecom uh message but we could sure use more messages I, I love I love hearing from from fellow fans of the turtles and stuff and and I'd love to hear some of your stories I know you said you had a whole bunch of stuff that uh, you would love to talk about please either send us an email at turtleflakespodcast@gmail.com. At or give us a call. It's 865 309 4875. See, I've, I've actually got to rememberize, guys. Rememberize. Wow, Listen to me, nice. some English teacher, huh?
0: Rememberize. <laughs> rememberize.
1: <laughs> he thinks hey, he guys. rememberized
3: it, but then you're going to call like a Chinese takeout place in North Carolina someplace. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thanks for the call, man. That's awesome. And again, thanks for your service. So really cool. Keep reaching out, and we'll, uh, we'll keep playing your messages.
1: All right, guys. So today, our radical relic is one I never heard of before. So I'm kind of curious if you guys have ever heard of these. Uh, it is the Dark Horse TMNT miniature lead figurines.
0: Oh
3: yeah, mm-hmm. you've heard of these? Yeah, I've got a I've got a book that goes over a lot of the early collectibles. Um, it's called the uh, Ninja Turtles Treasury, and like the first the first couple of chapters, they go over like the early merchandising, like before the cartoon when it was just the mirage comics and the dark horse led minifigures were the first things and that they put out there uh in terms of like collectibles and toys and stuff and you can actually i've looked these up on ebay and personally this isn't my thing because i just see this little lead figure and i can't really see too many details but they, they're not without their charms
1: Oh yeah, and they're they're not going to break the bank either. I've I've actually looked these up no. on eBay as well. You can get a complete set of them for like thirty, forty bucks. And considering, I mean, I just I thought it was fascinating that there were some toys released before Playmates got a hold of them in eighty seven. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
3: And, oh. and like considering how many characters too. Mm-hmm. I mean, like the turtles, Splinter, Shredder. They've even got a couple Mauser figures.
1: Yeah, know? Triceratons, and then the, they did one of uh, Fugitoid and Casey Jones, and a. A couple of other ones with their with their energy weapons, so it's crazy to think that there were there were some toys out there beforehand. And that's uh, crazy. It's funny because the earliest ones they didn't even have a turtle logo on the card. It was just like uh, a picture There's of the, the dark, dark horse.
2: horse logo. Yeah, yeah,
1: and then it just said something figurines or a figurines connoisseur or something like that. Uh, miniature. Yeah. Mi- I'm looking at one right now. Miniatures for the connoisseur, and then it was just the turtles in there. And then later on, Peter Laird and Kevin Eastman actually drew uh, on the back of the cards, uh, you know, the logos and stuff. So, uh, oh, one thing I, I thought was crazy is I can't find a year for these. So, if anyone knows exactly when these came out, please reach out to us because I, I think it's fascinating. Because I'm wondering if the comic came out in 84. So, I'm yeah. wondering, you know, there's a three year gap there between the comic coming out and the. Playmates taking them taking them on, so I I'd...
3: think I think honestly I think those came out in eighty five. Okay, wow. If I if I remember correctly, they came out around eighty five or eighty six. It was pretty early.
1: Yeah, and uh, Peter Laird actually wrote this little excerpt, and I'll read it real quick. I probably won't read all of it because it's kind of long. Uh, he said, "One of the earliest and coolest TMNT licensing deals Kevin and I did was for the little figures for the t- of the turtles and some of their supporting cast." Sculpted for the scale popular in role-playing gaming by some very talented people whose names I'm afraid I don't recall at this moment and cast in lead these were produced by a company called dark horse miniatures they did some great stuff although I'm not still sure they're still in business Uh, originally as I recall to test the waters they produced a set of four turtles packaged in a plastic bag with a generic dark horse miniatures header card stapled to it These apparently sold very well, and to our delight, they went on and produced a lot more turtles, as well as their friends and enemies, although to my recollection, they never made an April O'Neil figure. I think the first non-turtle characters they made were the Shredder, Splinter, and some Mausers. I love the Splinter. The detailing in this figure, especially considering uh, its size, most less than an inch in height, is amazing. And the way they did the action pose of the Shredder leaping over a crate is very cool. These are from some time the, after the first sets were released, when they upgraded their packaging to the blister card format. The card is still a generic Dark Horse Miniatures design. I think these, the Turtles with the energy weapons, were the second group of figures of the Turtles they produced, and I'm pretty sure the pose were inspired by Turtles in Space story arc uh, in the original comics. I love the fact that one of the Turtles is wielding a Federation blaster rifle, and another one is carrying a Triceraton blaster. Minor historical fact, I am responsible for the design of both of those weapons. And the Triceraton gun was inspired by a design I saw years ago in Magnus Robot Fighter comic book. Oh, wow. Oh, that yeah. is
0: cool. Yeah,
1: did not know that. And he says, uh, of course, I was very happy that Dark Horse continued to make the Triceraton figures, including these very nifty, very nifty Triceraton commandos and their flying harnesses. Although I have meant to do it for many years, I have never actually put one of these things together. Incidentally, the flying harness was also my design, quite likely inspired by the flying Astroforce weapons platform Jack Kirby gave Orion of New Genesis in the New Gods comic book. And then it says, lastly here, at some point, Dark Horse Miniatures upgraded their packaging for the Turtles line with a TMNT-specific full-color backing card, for which Kevin and I produced the art. I'm fairly certain that I penciled and inked the drawing, and Kevin did the colors. All in all, it was an extremely cool series of figures, and I'm grateful that we had the opportunity to work with Dark Horse Miniatures. I have sometimes wondered how these little guys would look scaled up to regular action figure size. Probably pretty neat. Peter Laird. Alright, good stuff. Here's Mr. T's Channel 6 Turtle News. Uh, we got a couple of links here that he sent us And the first thing is the TMNT Heroes and a Half Shell Dice Masters board game uh, This is the new one And this apparently comes out on February 21st So here in about three days So at, by the time you guys hear it It'll already be out next week This was developed by Mike Elliott and Eric M. Lang And it has eight new characters And it's about thirty four ninety nine on Amazon So I'll uh, provide a link in the show notes for it uh, Secondly Nolan North, the voice of Raphael in the 2007 film, will be attending the Emerald City Comic-Con on March 3rd through the 5th. So, coming up. And this guy, I did a little research on this guy, and he has been everywhere. I mean, what oh, a yeah. voice actor.
3: Um, and Nathan Drake himself. Yeah. yeah,
1: Nathan Drake. I'd See, I didn't know that. I've, I've never played the Uncharted series. He was in Mutants in Manhattan. He was Krang in the Nick Cartoon. Uh, or the Krang, I should say. The uh, Krang, he's, yeah. yeah. He's in the Lego Dimensions, The Last of Us. I could go on and on and on, but he's been everywhere. This guy's, this guy's a voice acting icon. So um, yeah. if you if you're in the area, go check it out. That is again the Emerald City Comic Con on March third to the fifth.
3: And probably his best role was the Penguin in the Batman Arkham games. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, he, he was the Penguin in those games.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, this guy's a big deal, Nolan North. Yeah. Be great to have him on the show one day.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> we you don't care breathe. about anything you've done, man. Tell us about Raphael. And he's like, you know, that movie was 10 years ago, right? Yeah. <laughs> I've literally been 300 other characters since that one movie. No? Nope.
1: Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you what, the, the 2007 film, every time I think of it, it's kind of a bittersweet, bittersweet feeling for me because I had yeah. just bought, I'm a diehard Castlevania fan, and I just oh. bought uh, Castlevania Portrait of Ruin for the 3DS, or the, I guess it was the DS then. Uh, and I was all excited to play it. I I uh, I, I think I took it out, or I, I did something. I put it in my pocket, and as I was leaving the theater after I watched uh, the film, oh I no! Felt, I felt something drop, but I wasn't sure what it was. And, you know no. it was, So I was, was like, it the beat? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't the beat. I wish it was.
0: <laughs> oh, that happens to me all the
2: time.
1: Oh yeah. Well, I I've heard your rapid skills, but yeah. So I I lost it. I couldn't. Uh, I called the theater and I asked them if they if anyone found it. No one said anything. I was like, dang it. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah, no. Yeah, so I bought it years after you the fact. New game I just found for free.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, uh, speaking of voice actors, Steve Blum, who voices General Krang in the Mutes of Manhattan game, and he's another legendary voice actor. He is yeah. going to be at the Salt Lake City Comic Con on March 17th through 18th. And speaking of that Comic Con, the same one, Kelly, I guess, Hugh, H U, she's the actress for the Nickelodeon series for Karai. Uh, she's going to be there, the same convention, the Salt Lake City Comic-Con, on March 17th and 18th. And then Sean Austin, uh, Raphael in the Nickelodeon series. you know, And, of course, iconic actor, Mr. Uh, not Frodo, uh, Sam. Yeah, he, No, Sam was. Yeah. Sam, yeah. He was Sam in uh, The Lord of the Rings. Uh you mean
0: Sean Aston?
1: Did I say Austin? You said Austin. Oh, whoops. Yeah, Sean Aston. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> You're going stone cold.
3: No, I'm sorry. You still said the wrong name. His his name is Rudy. All right, that's what <laughs> nice. Rudy, Rudy, Rudy.
2: Rudy. Half of my... that
3: movie was made up. It was not based on a true story. <laughs> I'm
0: taking my shirt off right now and laying it on yeah. the desk.
3: Oh man! And uh... I will not. I will not
1: start today if Rudy doesn't start with us. You're an IT programmer. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so he's going to be there at the same convention uh, at the uh, Salt Lake City Comic Con. So a lot of good things going on there. And that is it for the. Oh, whoops! Sorry. One more thing. Uh, Miyamoto Yusagi, he will be in season five, episode two. So we can expect Mister Yojimbo himself. Yeah. Yeah, to show up uh, in season five, the second episode. So good stuff coming up. Yeah, voiced by Stan Sakai, the creator of Usagi Yojimbo. Yeah. No kidding. No kidding. Yeah. I think he used deal.
0: to live near me. I always used to hear my neighbor going, Yo, Jumbo! <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I never, I never did see him. I don't
0: know, man.
3: Well, if you saw him, you were already dead. True, so. true. Yeah. This is
0: true, yeah.
2: Hey, did she say pizza?
1: So you live in an antique store? Yep.
2: Pizza. Well, above, actually. Hmm. Well, I was going to give you guys a tour of the store.
4: Ready?
1: All right, so I've talked a lot. So, Joshitello. Why don't you um, tell us a little bit about your toy review, my man? I thought I was Rourke Steady. Whatever happened oh, to yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Josh Atello was Jay Weezy. I'm Rourke
3: Steady or, or, yeah, Roku, or Roku Saki, You know.
1: I like them both. I can't decide. I know. Yeah. I know. So, okay, okay. Let, let's fix this up because, you know. Well, they're
3: both really stupid to say. I mean, they both are just
1: kind of dummy sounding. So. Well, that fits in perfectly with the show. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh,
2: characters.
1: Jay Weezy, should I call you Josh Atello now? Because that was your old nickname.
0: Yeah, Josh Otello, J-Weezy, J Dub. Call J-Dub. me anything you want, just don't call me late for dinner.
1: Oh, there it is. And Ooh. then, uh, and then, Joshua Rourke. What should I call you? What do you prefer? Uh, Rourke Steady. Rourke Steady. I'm not cool. I'm not cool enough to be a Rourke or Saki, You
3: know. <laughs> well, you are evil. I am pretty evil. Yeah, I know. I, <laughs>
1: I am kind of the bad influence on the show. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh sweet. So, uh, so Rourke Steady, I should say. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your toy? It's a uh, definitely an interesting one. Yep, so today
3: I'm gonna to be talking primarily about
1: Venus de Milo, The uh the
3: reason to watch Ninja Turtles Next Mutation. Um <laughs> He's kidding, I have right? all of
0: the what's up? <laughs> what He's you... kidding, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, dude. I'm
3: not even closeted. I'm a fan of uh the next mutation. I understand that it's kinda that it kinda sucks. You know <laughs>
0: it to I the get Power it. Ranger's guy. It, it was <laughs> I am kind of
3: Actually you know what? Rob is more of a Power Rangers guy than I am. He's got a dragon sword in his collection. That's know? true.
1: That's true. He's die cast.
3: Man, I know that, that thing that thing looks cool, man. I you have my envy right there. I can knock I,
1: would, can, I can knock somebody out with it, no joke. My my wife she surprised I, I me with that. It.
3: But I'm gonna talk about the Venus de Milo figure here and actually I'm gonna just comment on all of the turtles from the Next Mutations uh line of action figures. Because they are kind of these oddball figures where like they're not necessarily like the hard plastic molds of the original playmates 1988 figures where like the actual torso is hard plastic but the limbs and the head are these weird kind of soft plastic almost rubbery kind of material and it reading from the i have the card back to the venus figure here and it actually advertises that v- uh, Venus' unique OmniFlex articulation all- allows for authentic battle motion and dynamic mutant movements. hi <laughs> So So they were definitely, I don't know if it was just cheaper to manufacture them this way, but... On all the figures, there's no articulation at the elbows and the knees, which is fine because none of them really, none of the action figures in the turtles line act ever really had a had that until recently. There's a couple of issues that I have with the sculpts themselves. Like, I don't like how the shells are the same color as the skin. It's like the same type of green. So, like they they couldn't have made the shell a lighter or darker shade, you know, just to differentiate the yeah. the, uh, the the just the look of the figures that being said it's a uh, on the venus figure herself it is a great it is a great sculpt she's got a lot of just a lot of stuff on her like she's got bandanas tied around her thighs she's got metal looking shin guards she's got bandanas tied around her biceps with a little yin yang ornament tat- attached to them and of course like the biggest the most dare i say iconic feature of venus de milo is the blue headband that she wears that is actually braided down the back. It's actually kind of cool looking. It's super long, too. It goes all the way down to the bottom of her shell. But she comes with a really cool assortment of weapons. She comes with this, I think my favorite one is this shield that is actually a giant, like, just a giant fan. It kind of looks like Katana from Mortal Kombat. She's got this fan that turns into a giant shield. She's got a bodacious broadsword, apparently. It's what it says on the card here. (laughs) But no, actually, you know what, the, these, uh, these Next Mutation figures are really cool. They're actually much bulkier than the, uh, the Turtles from the 88 series. They're a bit bigger, they're a bit broader, they're much meaner looking, than like, especially since they're inspired by the Next Mutation, which is quite possibly the goofiest TV show about the Ninja Turtles, if not the goofiest TV show ever, where they were really just fun-loving and slap-happy and just kind of, honestly, kind of dumb. <laughs> but the, these figures look like they could just wreck shop. Like I really like the on the other figures themselves. They have like the the wrist and the on the uh, ankle wraps. They got the tape wrapped all, all the way around them. They are kind of hard to stand because the Ninja Turtle action figures specifically from the Playmates, the early Playmates line, there's pretty much one way you can stand them and that's it because, you know, they have like this weird a lot of them had these weird angles on their feet. It was really rare to see a Ninja Turtles figure with flat feet. Uh, that they were like, standing.
0: Rob, you just can't stand them. Exactly. <laughs> That's
3: true. <laughs> Story of my life. Wow, man. He, man, I told I told Nicole, you got to watch out for this guy. He is surgical. <laughs> with those insults, man, they go out. I man. know it. Um, they are kind of hard to stand uh, just because they have, I think it's because of the rubbery legs. Where like, um, just the torso is too—they're just too top-heavy. So they've got one way that they can stand, and you're just going to be frustrated until you find it. But once you find it, they look great. You know, I've got them all stood up on my on my dresser because I haven't put a shelf up for it yet. Um, as soon as I got all these uh, Ninja Turtle figures from the from the next mutation line, I went out and bought a shelf so I could put it on the wall because I'm going to display the ever living hell out of these things because they look awesome. <laughs> Dude, don't they be don't so look- shellfish. I would be. But yeah, he's, you know, he's really showing they, it out. These are yeah. kind of like these are kind of like the uh, the 2007 movie figures, where like they're I, they're immediately recognized as the Ninja Turtles, but they look so different. There's not one Ninja Turtle figure that kind of looks like them. You know, yeah. they, they're completely in their own like little bubble of the Ninja Turtle mythology is the next mutation. So, I highly recommend you can find them. Do not shop for these on Amazon because they are ridiculously expensive, and they don't have many of them. It was like, I bought Venus for $60, Ooh. and it was because that was the only Venus figure I could find. And then a couple of months ago, maybe about a month ago, I saw a Michelangelo Next Mutation figure on Amazon, and they wanted 75 bucks for them. Wow. It's just like, no, man, spend your 75 bucks on something else. Buy Resident Evil 7. You know, <laughs> just buy it on something good because I'd rather have Resident Evil 7 than than one Ninja Turtle, but...
0: Especially I'd, Venus de Milo? <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Here he goes. Oh, this is going to be a fight. I'm, I'm going to sit right. back. One
0: thing, though, one thing I got to say about her, she needs to go on a diet, because this figure has no neck. <laughs> Ooh, Look man. at it. She's got no neck. Look at that. It's like torso, head. Oh, hang on, hang on. She's got
1: some neck. Let me, hang on, I'll, I'll, be the, I'll be the final decision here. Neck or no neck? Let's see. So TMNT Venus figure. <laughs> Alright, neck or no neck.
0: Make sure you find the one that's got the uh, the um shoot the yin yang on the leg? Ah, that's receiver. the one I <laughs> see.
1: <laughs> Ooh. That's a tough one. Kyle kind of like says she has double chin. <laughs> see, I told you. A little bit. Oh, I God. don't know if that's I, I don't know if that's realize. a neck or a double chin.
3: <laughs> I did not realize how much I was gonna have to defend Venus Demilo on this episode. <laughs> well
1: no, I mean not that she's you know
3: you
0: guys are the problem. So.
1: <laughs> no, no, I, I I like her. I'm, I'm impartial. I, I I like Venus. Okay, you know she's a you know good looking figure. Good looking figure. I'm not hitting on her or anything. But oh, you know, whoa, right? Come on. Oh, you know what I meant. You know she, Man,
0: she's a Chris, the Beth yeah, well, You
3: know what you. Rob comes out.
1: Man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, she's a good looking figure. You know I, I like her uh, weapons and accessories, and I do like the yin yang symbol on the leg. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just now looking at the picture here. I don't know, man. It doesn't look like a neck to me. They, you know what,
3: to be fair, they all look like that. They all look yeah, like they true. don't have a neck. Very but true. And it was just the design. I mean, you know, neither. I don't really know. Well, yeah, I guess the original ones do have a little bit of a neck there, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really mean to analyze these figures that closely. <laughs> because I'm not trying to ruin everything Jay Weezy style. Well, oh, um, I'm, <laughs>
0: I'm just I'm just throwing it out there, man. Uh, I'm throwing it right back. Yeah, keep,
3: it right.
2: <laughs> keep it real. Keep it
3: real. All right, man. Here we go. I didn't know it was going to be like an episode of WWF Superstars <laughs> on Saturday mornings <laughs> with me. And Jimmy. It's going to be like Macho Man and Hulk Hogan.
2: And and oh start- yeah!
3: <laughs> you don't have what it takes to get in the ring with a Hulkster, brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. yeah, but I highly recommend people go out and try to find these. Don't pay a bunch of money for them because, I mean, it's not like the original line of figures. You know, they're not they're they're not worth it because uh, th- these figures, I got these relatively cheap. I got them for, like, honestly, I got them very cheap. I got them, I think I broke it down, it was like 10 bucks a figure, with the oh, exception wow. of Venus. But I got them for, like, yeah, so that would have been 40 bucks for those four. So it was, it was a pretty, I saved a pretty penny on them. And they came with all the accessories, and for some reason they all came with guns.
2: <laughs> I don't know why,
3: <laughs>
1: but, uh, yeah. So how many uh, slices of pizza would you give it out of 10, my man? I'd give these, like, a,
3: like... Um, I give these like a six because they're good figures, but there's other figures that there are better figures. You know, and it's just oh, yeah. it's just like the next mutation. It's like it's not bad. It's good enough. There's a lot better stuff out there.
0: I go like twelve slices of pizza because that double chin.
3: You. <laughs> She's just got more to love, man.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, <right>, sure, sure. <laughs> Well, sweet, man. Well, uh, my figure is the 1989 Playmates TMNT Rat King figure, and this is a pretty iconic figure. Uh, Here we go talking about a good figure. (laughs) 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 Well, well, no joke, no joke. This is one that I wish I had had when I was a kid. I did not have it, but I specifically remember the first time I saw it. It was over uh, my dad had a work buddy named Terry, and uh, he had a son, Jesse, and we were the same age. And I remember one time my dad was helping Terry with like a – building a fence or something, and anyway, so I went over to their house, and he had a massive Turtles collection, and I remember seeing the Rat King figure uh, figure over there, and just being like, whoa, because he was kind of spooky looking with the red eyes, but I remember I specifically remember seeing Rat King, and I remember him standing out then. Well, all these years later, the Rat King figure certainly stands out. It's a beautiful figure, and actually one of the earlier figures in the toy line, 1989, that's an earlier one, yeah, it came out with, uh, the second series of figures, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it looks great. Real quick with the box art, I'll just describe it. It's kind of funny. The sketches look great. Love the rats crawling all over them and all the little critters and stuff. But on the top right of the card, it looks like, oh, what's the name of that, that crossbow he's got? I don't know, but it looks like it's launching a rat from the crossbow. I'm like, man, I don't remember that <laughs> from the comics. <laughs> <laughs> Rat launcher. Yeah, no kidding. And then uh, the bottom left corner, uh, it's got him swinging on a rope. It says, Rat King, the maniac leader of the Rat Pack. And that's on the front, uh, right underneath the logo. I thought
0: that was Dean Martin. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. This is his successor. Well, I guess I'll talk about the mold real quick. Or I'm sorry. Let me read the back of the card if I can find a. There was a funny description of it. Um, okay, here it is on the back of the card. It uh, shows a lot of the other toys. Uh, it says, No one knows for certain where he came from, but one thing is for sure. Rat King revels in scum and scum revels in him. The creepiest of super crawlies nest in his royally rotten rags. The self-proclaimed king of the ratocracy, there you go, you know, (laughs) ratocracy. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He hypnotizes his rodent subjects with his seductive flute playing. Even Splinter succumbs to his magical musical powers. Rat King's army protects his slimy kingdom by fighting Tooth and Whisker, nice touch there, against all outsiders, good or bad. Watch out! Rat on his loyal subjects, and you may be wrestling with his rat hook or running for your life from Rat King's royal rat bow. Rat King's motto is, first the sewers, then the world. He and the Shredder are battling for total sewer domination while the Turtles are defending their home sweet home from both. Looks like plenty of trouble underfoot. All right, that's a nice description back there.
0: Now, dude, looking at this rat launcher, you know, I don't think he would actually launch a rat. I think the rat is stationary on the bow, and it produces ammunition.
2: <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> like rat pellets? <laughs> that's it.
0: That's that, it. It's just a theory. That's I mean, just
3: man, a theory. Right. Would that not
1: work? Man, that would get you to leave him alone. I'm like, oh, yeah, gross, gross, well, germs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's got three accessories. Uh, he's got the Royal Rat Bow, uh, he's got the Rat Hook, and the Snake Belt, which I've noticed that on eBay, that's the one it seems like for the loose figures that have some of the accessories. The Snake Belt's usually the one that you won't find. Uh, so I, I'm i not really sure why, but that seems a little bit harder to find. But I have um, that one. No, nice, nice. <laughs>
3: that's the one I have right here. Yeah, that Snake Belt is ridiculous looking because it's a <laughs> rattlesnake. With a cat skin just hanging on it, you know?
1: <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, it's creepy. Oh,
0: dude, he got Garfield.
3: Yeah, he got... The
0: thing of it is, is if you look
3: at the cat skin, it's got tire tread on it. So this is like a oh! long since dead cat, you know?
1: That's terrible.
3: This figure oh, is terrible. God. Like, if you look at it, he is gross. Yeah, Man, like, yeah. His nose is actually split in half, and he's got a hole in his cheek. Oh, yeah, True. And he's got patches of hair missing. Like, this dude is gross. Oh, and, and fits it fits you
1: perfectly. Know, oh, me too. Me too. The mold is gorgeous. Like, uh, and, um... the <laughs> and the mildew. Yeah. <laughs> and the mildew as well. <laughs> uh, yeah, but uh, I'll talk about the design of the mold real, mold real quick, and then I'll talk about the articulation. So the design, you've got his head. It's got a headband on it with a spider. Lots of spiders on this figure. Of course, like Josh said, some patched hair there, some hair missing. Red eyes. And he looks a little like he's... What's the word? It's not cross-eyed. He's got a lazy eye. Lazy eye. Yeah, it looks like one eye is kind of looking off in the distance. He's got one green strap across his split nose. Missing teeth. I mean, that's just the face, you know? And then his arms. He's got a rat on one arm. He's got a dog bone on the other. A rat on his uh, shoulder. Dog bone strapped to his chest. This giant centipede across his chest. The legs, they have uh, these brown straps, like the leather straps all around his legs. uh, Ripped... Jeans at the knees, another giant spider Actually three on his left leg Jeez, a lot yeah. of spiders And it, what's cool is, even the subtle things That you wouldn't notice if you weren't looking Closely, there's a, if you look at His back, there's a rat on his back uh, Painted in the brown, so it's like Underneath his Suit on his back And then there's some spiders on his arms underneath this suit, you can see the outline of the spiders there And then, he's got a rat On his uh, right leg And like I said, about three spiders on his left Now here's where I think Well first of all, the design definitely is where it shines too But here's where I think the the figure Kind of stands out As far as articulation His waist actually swivels side to side Most of the toys in the 1989 line (laughs) Did not do that so that was one nice feature that the racking have. It wow, had. He
0: articulates better than Rob.
1: <laughs> much, much better. Oh wow! <laughs> Gosh, what a jerk! <laughs> I know what the J Weezy I stands for. Jerk Weezy. On the
0: show. <laughs> I've got six months of stuff built up, man. I got to get it
1: out. Yeah, right. More like Jay Weasel. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, so it's bad his head. Uh, so his head just turns side to side. His arms just go all the way around. Uh, they don't have any ball joints or anything. And one thing that hinders it a little bit is the wrists do not... Or I guess they do not turn at the elbow. Uh, it's all one fixed motion there. Right. Uh, the legs go in and out and up and down. They look good. There's, like, ball joints there. And then, like I said, that, that wrist goes side... Or the hip goes side to side. So the articulation is great on this. And... Um, as far as the pricing goes it's about standard with everything else around that time unpunched the original box goes for 60 bucks on ebay from what i saw boxed unopened and unpunched the 1992 re-release goes for 30 so that's a little bit cheaper but i'd love the original box art for it that's what i would want um loose with accessories uh you can get all the accessories loose with it for 10 bucks and loose without accessories is about four to five bucks Overall, I give it a ten out of ten. This is one of the prettiest figures, especially in that during that time in nineteen eighty nine, that they ever released. In my opinion, it's one of the ugliest slash prettiest figures I've ever seen.
3: Oh yeah, definitely, man. This is a great figure to have. Like any real Turtles comic fan should have this because this is straight up the Rat King from the Mirage Comics. You know, from uh, Tales of Team T Number Four. Oh yeah. This is this is like the scariest figure. This would never get sold today because it is so creepy. You know, we talked about it last week where, uh they didn't have a creep figure made. It was because focus testing said that he was too creepy looking. No oh, pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, this this racking figure would not be sold today because it is just scary looking.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the red eye I counted. There man. are
3: no less than six spiders on, on, six tarantulas on this figure.
1: Now Are you guys afraid of spiders?
3: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: I, I'd freak out if I had one to crawl on my arm. Yes, yeah.
3: and there's nothing wrong with that. You go ahead and be afraid of spiders. That's fine.
0: You know? <laughs> I, I just I love the belt, the the snake belt with the dead cat. It just takes me back to Road Rash because yeah. he's been run over. You know. It, yeah. yeah.
1: I'll, I'll tell you what. Another thing I really like is the the rat that's on top of his shoulder. Actually, is is kind of like it's almost like a mold that was glued on top of the original mold. You can actually move his tail a little bit. Oh, really?
0: Dude, that's cool.
1: Yeah, you can actually move the tail. Like Where the other ones, they're all kind of part of the mold. Oh, Just...
3: the one on the shoulder?
1: Yeah, you can actually kind of move that. I wonder if you could take it that off. One, it's, it's
3: a peg. It, don't try to remove it because you won't get it back in. Oh, I okay. remember when I had this as a kid. That's what happened to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that that's pretty nice. But uh, but yeah, great figure. Guys, go go get this one if you don't have it. This is a must-have for your collection. One of the best uh, figures of the line.
3: Definitely. Love this figure, man.
1: All right. Uh, so guys shall we get into the comic
2: oh
4: yeah okay oh we shall hello violators you're in casey's comic classroom prepare to be schooled.
1: all right guys so today we are returning to the mirage comics the originals the ones that started it all so we are on volume one issue eight this particular issue was released i want to say in july of 1986 and what's interesting about this issue too is it's a crossover issue with dave sims is it cerebus or cerebus cerebus Cerebus. okay yeah and i am not familiar with cerebus at all I, i really i wish i was but i'm not but i i think this issue is fantastic and uh uh, we'll definitely kind of get into why. but So this is a continuation of Michelangelo's micro-series, and then it, after this story, it continues with Donatello's uh, micro-series. So uh, it keeps on going with this tale, and we get to meet some new characters here. Uh, Renette, and, of course, uh, Cerebus, and what was the villain's name? S- uh, Siv- Seventeen- Lord
3: si- Lord Simultaneous? Oh, no. Uh, yeah, Cervante? Savanti. yes,
1: which is actually what's interesting about it. His name is uh, George Savanti and that is actually a play on George Romero and uh, Tom Savini Tom Savini, yeah yeah, yeah. the horror legends right there so so guys shall I read the, real quick there's a cool little thing uh, that Kevin Eastman wrote right before the issue, you might, mind if I read that? Yeah, I go or... for it okay boys, let's see <laughs> the first six months of 1986, Peter and I will never forget Speaking for myself, I believe uh, that if I passed away tomorrow, I would die a happy, happy man. This spring has given us so many things. Our first full-color turtle story, uh, not to mention it being a collaboration with someone I've idolized for the last decade. The chance to introduce a, a few new and very talented folks like Mike Dooney, Tony uh, Basilicato, uh, Rowan Pascal, Jim Lawson, and Steve Levine. And we were lucky enough to have the opportunity to pay tribute to a man who I believe is the founding father of comics and graphic storytelling as we know them today. Thanks for all that you have taught us, Jack. As if that wasn't enough, with the assistance of an extremely talented writer and artist, we are producing our very first crossover. Fortunately for me, I first stumbled on a Dave Sims Cerebus in a pile of underground comics in my hometown of Portland, Maine, Maine's own moonshadow comic store. It was issue 23, entitled The Beguiling, and I was blown away from the start. At first glance, Cerebus seemed to be a dark, straightforward, with the exception of the main character species, well-drawn, serious barbarian adventure. Then I read it. To say the least, I haven't missed an issue since issue 23, and have also managed to pick up all the early books through Dave's Swords of Cerebus reprint collections. Cerebus is a book that I believe every comics fan should read at least once, and perhaps for you too, that will be all it takes to get you hooked. Anyway, in the following 45 pages, yes, 45 of them, I hope you will find not only an exciting, kind of bizarre adventure for Turtles, but also just a plain fun story for all the characters involved. Before I forget, both Pierre and I want to extend a, a big special thanks to Dave Sim and Gerard, all their wonderful touches that he and Cer- Cerebus gave to our story. We'd also like to thank Steve Levine and Michael Dooney for production assistance that they gave us on this issue. Enjoy, Kevin. All right.
0: you know, I think I actually had trouble finding this comic uh, because of the Cerebrus crossover because I think there was a licensing issue or something. Oh really? I don't know what, yeah, I, I can't remember it was like when I was going to buy it online or something, like all the issues were there except for this one. It was weird, but that was that was a while ago. That might have been resolved, but yeah, it kind of made it harder to find for some reason.
1: Oh wow! I yeah,
3: I've I've got it in the uh, the works collection. So
0: yeah, I had to go down to the basement and dig up my works book because uh, yeah, I uh, I couldn't find it on the Comixology app, and yeah, it was just harder to find. It was weird. Yeah, I think yeah. I actually have it, but uh, I couldn't find the original copy because uh, since I moved, I got all my stuff boxed up. But yeah.
1: <laughs> Uh, Yeah, and I mean this is definitely a crazy issue. But what I love about it, it's not like a continuation. It's it's not like just one little part of a story that we're going to be reading for the next, you know, five or six issues. It's all wrapped up in one issue, and it's a long one. I mean, it's a forty-five pager, and we're not going to go through all forty-five pages for the sake of time. But I'll, I'll try my best to sum up what's what's going on here. First of all, artwork absolutely gorgeous the entire the entire issue. I mean, just a This is a beautiful comic, and I've always been blown away by how Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird can introduce so many details in one panel. But yeah, it starts off with a new character, Renette. Uh, This is the first time we've seen her, right? Yeah,
3: this is her first appearance, yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know if she was in the Michelangelo micro-series, because I don't remember reading that, but um, if she's not in that one, this is our first appearance, so.
3: Yeah, this is the first one. Okay,
1: sure enough, sure enough. And so she's in this hallway, and she's trying to get this. Um, oh, what was the name of that thing called? Uh,
0: the time scepter.
1: The time scepter. Yes, that was
0: uh, from Turtles Three.
1: No, different one. Different one. You're good. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, that belongs to Lord Simultaneous, and he is like the lord of, I guess, the keeper of time. All right, so he's kind of a big deal, and uh, you know, Renette's kind of a what's what's the word? She's definitely a she's teenager. Yeah, there it is. There it is. She's kind of an airhead in this in this series. And she she eventually does steal the scepter. And uh, she's trying to get away. She's like, oh, gosh, Lord Simultaneous is going to kill me. Oh, she's going to kill me. And uh, she's like, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll just go to New York City. And sure enough, that's exactly where the turtles happen to be in 1986. They are on top of a rooftop. And she shows up. And, of course, in typical fashion, she shows up slamming right on top of them. Yeah. And uh, she, she's she's uh, she was just trying to get away from uh, Lord Simultaneous, and she just happened to pick New York City. So the turtles, you know, like, oh hey, where'd you come from, and all this stuff. And just as she's about to explain herself, there comes Simultaneous again. All right, uh, he shows up simultaneously.
2: Huh? Oh, so, see what I did I see there. What
0: you did there? There, yeah.
3: Looking like the Great Wizard of Oz, too. I should boy, say. No He's kidding. Just, this giant head saying
0: "Pay no mention to the man behind the curtain."
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and then uh, uh, he also reminds me of Silver Surfer the way he looks. Oh yeah, Evil Surfer. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, oh, yeah and dude. also uh, Zordon. Sorry, with Evil Zordon. Yeah, Carol <laughs> yeah, <so> got <it's> just... <laughs> quiet for a sec. I'm
0: not going to dignify that with a response.
3: Well, I guess if we don't want Jay Weezy on the show, we just start talking Power Rangers. <laughs>
1: Welcome back, um,
3: welcome back to Power Flakes, ladies and gentlemen. Power here we Flakes. go.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. uh, so you know he is not happy. He shows up in the sky, and the turtles are like, "Oh gosh, what's going on here?" And uh, she's like, "Okay, quick guys, we need to get out of here." So she picks another time that was not recorded by the history of mankind, and that's where she and the turtles are transported to. I guess, Cerebus's dimension, or Cerebus's time. And I, you know, I don't know what I, I, I think of old Cerebus. He's just kind of, uh, I don't he's know. He's got Han
0: Solo's vest on. It's pretty cool. Maybe
1: he's a smuggler. I did.
3: Yeah. One thing about Cerebus is he's definitely been a character that's had a definite arc. Like, at the end of his series, he dies. You know? And, oh, really? spoilers. But, um, like, he definitely start. like, this is definitely at the beginning of his arc, where, like, he was just a selfish dude. And then by the end of the series, he actually learned humility and humanity and all that.
1: So. Oh, no way. In, in his series?
3: Yeah, in his series. I, oh, wow. I believe so, yeah. So when you're seeing Cerebus in, in this Turtles comic, he's very much like just the mercenary, sword-wheeling kind of guy. So
1: Yeah, it, it's almost hard to take him seriously because of the way he looks. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, he well, Like Rob. Oh! oh God! <laughs> <laughs> you, you, gosh, jeez! <laughs> Sure. I that was, too was, easy, that was too easy, man. Ever skip an opportunity. <laughs> it's too easy for jerk wheezy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> it ain't easy being wheezy. <laughs> oh. oh, okay, Chester. Chester cheetah. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's so... game. <laughs> hey, great game. Great game, by the way. And uh, you're
3: the brightest guys on the internet. Again, uh-huh, here we
1: are. Uh huh.
0: <laughs> I'm winning than sour cream. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So, uh, yeah, so they show up, and apparently, uh, once again, they, they show up on top of uh, uh, Cerebus and a couple of his soldiers. Uh, and, and in the meantime, Cerebus was going to, be, going to be taking over this fort, this fortress for some reason. He's just about to um, enact his uh, ambush here when the Turtles and Renette show up once again from, their, from the scepter. So they show up. Uh, of course, Cerebus isn't happy about it. You know, Claims it's all witchcraft and everything. And then we get a cutaway to the inside of the fortress, and that's where we meet. Uh, what was his name? Savanti. Um, yes, yeah, so, uh, Savanti or Savanti. Savanti, I think it is. Either way, is fine. And his design is awesome. I mean, I love the horns, you know, coming out of a skull like that. Uh, is, is, I love
0: the yeah, and I love that they call the turtles demons when they show up, and he looks like a straight demon.
1: I know. <laughs> like, I guy know my type. It takes one to know one. Yeah. Know? Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. So, uh, he knows that there's about to be an ambush. So he's got his own plan. But then when he finds out that something dropped from the sky, he's like, huh, that's pretty interesting. That doesn't happen every day. So he sends his soldiers out to attack the would be ambushers, you know, Cerebus' gang.
3: Uh, it looks like, just based, it, uh, Savante goes into this, uh, when Cerebus and the Turtles and Cerebus', uh, pack of barbarians they're all fighting right in the middle of the fight savanti just shows up and just like basically just uses magic to cause an explosion and knocks everyone out and he just picks up the time
1: scepter yeah right right and, and he just really, literally just picks it up and goes away yeah and he's he's heard of it like he knows what this is so uh he knows oh my gosh i'm wielding the time scepter this is this is a big deal so he decides I guess to go back into his fortress and he's going to kind of plot what he's going to do with it. And the turtles, they have to work with Cerebus uh to fi- figure out a way to storm that that castle. And that's that this is an interesting little cutaway here. So, uh they go to does it, did anyone catch the name of the tavern?
3: Um it's
1: called Chet's Tavern. Yeah, yeah, you guys recognize that name? Chet Chet, Chet was the guy that? who had the fishbowl. bowl. In the, was it was in the first issue or the second issue? Oh. Okay, yeah. yeah, they go over it in the second issue or the first issue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know, they they kind of pay a homage to that. It seems to love to be in like an Easter egg in it, just about everything. So, I just love how they have to plan to attack a, a castle. We're going to storm this castle. Where do
3: they go to plan? The nearest bar they can to the find. bar.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, they there's a funny exchange with Renette and the turtles there, and and I love when the it gets turtles. crunk. She does. <laughs> she, she totally does. does. By the way, she's 16, and the turtles are what, 15, 16? They're all drinking.
0: Yeah, they're drinking crunk juice. Yeah.
3: Uh, well, I mean, if we're being honest here, if they ever got crunk, it was in issue five, you know, when they went to the, the Triceratons bar. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, true, Like, true.
1: Yeah. The, Man, these aliens are crazy, man.
3: Yeah, that was the cantina scene. This is definitely, like, the bard's tale right here. Ah, uh, true. This is the bar, like, you saw
1: Gaston singing earlier in the issue <laughs> or something. <laughs> So my understanding is Cere- Cerebus, or yeah, Cerebus He tells the soldiers Hey guys, if you'll fight with us I promise you this will be a guaranteed victory See that lady over there? She's a witch And she's going to grant you uh, immortality You are not going to die during this battle Which is a horrible lie to tell some soldiers <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because yes. the only way they're going to figure out Is if they're dead So anyways, they're like Yeah, sure, we'll, we'll join you guys We'll go ahead and storm the castle So they decide to come with and things get pretty interesting here. So they're about to storm the castle. Meanwhile, uh Savanti, he's like, oh, you know what I can do? There's a reason why I buried all the dead soldiers that my armies have killed right around my castle. There's a reason for that. Because I knew one day that I'd find that magical scepter and revive all those people and use them against other people. So he knew that all along, apparently. Uh <laughs> So he and decides. it's all because
0: he has his book, 101 Uses for the Sacred Sands of the Time Scepter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's the, you can get it on Amazon. Yeah. The Barnes & Noble, they got Sign the... Sign up for uh... Prime now, you get it for free. So. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah. I want the Kindle edition, you know, just in case I happen to cross the scepter and I don't have my book on me.
2: Sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. See, I'm old school. I would like to have it uh, a paperback copy of it, so I might well, swing yeah, by. Maybe
0: both, yeah.
1: So, uh, the great sketches where the undead, they come through the ground. And it's just, oh, man, it looks so pretty. And there's this giant war going on on outside, you know, with uh, Cerebus's soldiers and the undead army trying to break into the fortress. So the whole deal is Cerebus, he just wants gold. He wants some of the treasures. So that's why he was storming the castle. The Turtles and Renette, they just want the Time Scepter. So, you know, obviously they work together for, for different reasons, but uh, or for different goals, but it seems to work out for him. So while the army goes after the undead to storm the castle. The Turtles and Renette, and I think Cerebus, they sneak off, and they're trying to sneak into, I guess, the King's chambers. Savantini's, or Savanti's tra- uh, chambers. Okay? So eventually they sneak in, and... Let's see what happens. I'm skipping lots of pages here. And apparently Carl car alarm's going off. <laughs> uh, Oh, yeah, so they sneak in, and... Savanti's about to to kill them, all right? Because he catches them, and then uh, the Wizard of Oz shows up again.
3: Yeah, I just I I want to mention one thing. Uh, simultaneous calls him Savanti Romero. That's his name.
1: Savanti Romero. There you go. Yeah. Not George Savanti. George seems like a strange name.
3: I was wondering, <laughs> like, why is this demon named George? George? <laughs> you know, just... That was my bad. That hey, was my I'm bad. George. Let's go get a burger. Come <laughs> on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, you know, the Wizard of Oz he shows up and he's like, Ha, huh, I remember you, uh you there, Savante.
3: Oh man. He just like kinda of blinks him out of existence. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much, pretty much That's what he does. He just he Savante's uh, like, I have the time Scepter now and Savant or uh simultaneous literally just laughs at him.
1: Yeah, turns into and, like his regular form and then uh uh takes all his powers away from him pretty much.
3: Yeah, he does. Yeah, he takes uh takes the scepter away. Knocks him on the ground. He's like, "Nope, I got a digital watch." Snaps his fingers. The dude's gone.
1: Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, the digital he watch. Gone. I thought that was hilarious. I thought that was hilarious. You got all this medieval stuff. He's like, "Ha!" But I've got a watch. It's a Casio. Yeah.
3: <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, with the with the calculator on it.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah.
3: I am subtracting you from existence.
1: So, uh, so you know, this guy really takes. He seems so angry, like he was going to kill Renette at the beginning of the book. But by this time he's just like, "You know what, Turtles, I'm going to let you go. Uh, Savatini, I, I, I've, I've, you're done. I'm going to Turtles, I'm going to let you go. And Renette, I'm going to punish you by making you clean my chambers, I guess. I don't know." Uh, so that's the only part that I thought was a little strange. Uh, and he teleports the Turtles.
3: Well, the thing of it was, he was never like actually going to kill Renette because Renette is she's a Time Lord in training. So like he she wanted to oh, okay. she wanted to take the Time Scepter because he she's not ready to train with it yet and so she's like well i'm gonna just go take it
1: okay i missed that part and
3: so he's like no you're not you're not smart enough for it yet you're not ready yet and so she's like oh my god if he sees me with this he's gonna kill me he's just figuratively speaking because <laughs> like the thing with renette is she's like 15 yeah so it just and we'll get there i'm sure we'll talk about renette more but just like she it's just kind of creepy now she's 15, she looks the way she does Oh,
1: jeez Yeah, basically that that's how it ends the, the turtles, they get transported back to New York Renette's back in Simultaneous's, I guess, fortress Poor Cerebus Oh no, not Cerebus Poor Savatini He's transported back to the Jurassic period So you see this yeah. giant T-Rex going by And Cerebus, he is the only one that's still there
3: yeah, uh Renette's in uh, way off in the future training and the Turtles are in nineteen eighty six and I really like they land in a garbage dumpster and they actually reference the last issue where they landed in a bathtub. <laughs> uh he's, Michelangelo says, Man, these trips have gotta stop.
1: These landings are killers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then that's it. That is the end of the book. I mean, and guys, I do apologize. We went over this pretty quickly. Some great scenes in this book, uh, great artwork. I love, my favorite scenes are definitely the the undead fighting the uh, Cerebus' army. I thought they were they were just absolutely beautiful. And Savantini looks great, or Savanti, yeah. whatever you call him. He looks great. Uh, just a good-looking comic book. And definitely funny. There are some funny moments in this book.
3: It definitely yeah. makes me want to watch the episode of the Nickelodeon series where they adapted this issue, where the Turtles went back in their uh, Dungeons & Dragons gear, went back in time and fought uh, Savanti with Renette.
1: Yeah, yeah.
3: Did you ever see that one?
1: I I've, I've heard of it, but uh I've never seen it. Now I now I would know the storyline though.
3: There there's a great part in it that's not in the comic where they get trapped in a loop of they get trapped in a time loop living the same 5 seconds over and over and over again. And it's <laughs> it's God really on, yeah. funny to watch them deal with it because they can't get out of it.
0: It's <laughs> awesome. They're like Bill Murray, they're like, oh.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of like the ending of Doctor Strange. It's like you know, it's I've come to make a bargain.
0: Yeah, I think my favorite, uh, my favorite funny part in this is at the very beginning, Renette's going to grab the the scepter, and the scepter itself is funny because it actually looks like some kind of like demon claw holding a hourglass, and it's the the hand is like cut off and just shoved on a pole. (laughs) But so she's like sneaking up to grab it, and as soon as she takes it. Uh, she hears uh the Wizard of I goes Oz just yelled Renette and she goes poop, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I
2: don't know. laughs>
1: yeah. She I called mean, her poop again. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, well, t- well th- there's a lot of funny moments. Like the one I-, I think of is uh when they're in the uh Chet's Tavern. And she's just babbling on and on and on. She's like, can I have another beer? She's just babbling on and on. And I think it's Raph or Mike goes, oh, gosh, I hope she passes out soon. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: was like, they, they cannot,
3: it, I think it's so funny how much they cannot stand her just because, like, right after they teleport to the battle scene, after uh, the bar scene, she's like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And they're like, D- will you shut up? We're trying to sneak <laughs> into this heavily guarded castle. No problem. I'll be quiet. And Raphael's like, can we just leave her here? Can she stay? <laughs> It's kind of weird how you would expect them to be, like, best friends, but, like, you just get a moron in there, and they're just like, no, we don't like this person. Nope. <laughs> she's an airhead, you
1: know? And, you know, what, what I think I think is really interesting is is something that you mentioned in the last episode, Josh, that a lot of people associate the Mirage series as this dark and gritty series. And, yes, it's drawn that way, but, like, the tone of this issue – and this is issue eight, and we've seen a recurring thing with this – the tone right. of these early issues are very lighthearted and adventurous and funny. You know, this is not necessarily. I know it gets darker later with City at War, but at least these early issues, they're pretty lighthearted and uh, adventurous.
3: Yeah, I think whenever you hear fans complaining about how dark the Turtle series used to be, or like complaining that it's not there, I don't think they've actually read these books. <laughs> I think they just saw, like, panels like they Google image the Mirage books and they're just like yeah look how dark that is why can't it be like this I don't think you actually read this stuff you know because <laughs> barring the first issue it it really is just kind of as lighthearted as it always was I mean sure dark stuff happens I mean like Splinter gets kidnapped the Mausers almost eat the turtles but at the same time you have the ninja turtle you have mutant turtles fighting little robots Oh, yeah. or giant tri- or triceratops that walk on two feet. You know, it's like this is ridiculous, it's awesome.
0: I thought it was really fun. I liked it. It was cool just a uh, one of those really strange turtles, uh, comics where you have no idea what's going to go on. Like you guys mentioned the Triceratons issue, it reminds me of that one a lot where it's just you have no idea where it's going to turn and it's just, they just throw ridiculous stuff in there that you would never expect to see. Like, the guy's, uh, you know, uh, you see, like, a, a full-on demon, just, like, totally. The horns, he's got, like, uh, what is it, like, goat legs or something? It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what is this? <laughs> like, like, totally random stuff. It's just, it's awesome. And I love that the turtles, you know, kind of, like, can't really stand Renette, and they're just, like, kind of poking fun at her. It's just, it's it kind of shows that, you know, they can kind of still have fun, even though, crazy stuff has always happened to them. They still maintain their kind of like wacky sense of humor, I guess. It's pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, uh, big question is guys, you know, what would you get out of 10 for me personally? I'd give this a 10 out of 10. I really, really enjoyed this. I I know it's high praise. I, I think this is one of the better issues so far that we've read of the original run. I, I really do. Uh, I thought this one was better paced than the last two or three issues that we had read. Um, Although I really loved the Triceraton, you know, battle and stuff. That was great. Yeah. But I I thought this was so good and for a crossover it was really really interesting and funny. Uh so this is everything I can want in a comic book. It's kind of got a, like a little bit of an Archie feel, but also it's got some darker stuff, but uh, drawn brilliantly. I give it a 10. I thought this was fantastic.
2: Yeah,
3: I definitely I definitely see your point. I wouldn't give it a 10. This is like a 7 or 8 for me because um You know, just because I don't know too much about Cerebus, and I kind of get the feeling you have to know about Cerebus to really enjoy this issue. For me, I feel that way. Um, But I definitely see all of your arguments for why it should be a 10. I definitely agree with what you're saying. But, um, oh God, I had this point I was going to make, and I can't remember what it is now.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I thought you were going to say, I definitely agree with what you're saying, but... I disagree.
3: Don't ask why. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I I definitely I really do like this issue. I think. Oh, okay, I remember now. I I think I like the Triceraton and Fugitoid because the Fugitoid was also kind of a crossover. Sure. Um, but it was all distinctly distinctly Kevin Eastman and Peter Laird's storytelling the entire thing, the entire way through those like what three issues, five, six, and seven. Yeah. And um, it was a longer story arc. Or, all the way from, like, issue three to seven. It was, like, a four-issue run, and I think that you could have taken a couple issues out of that story, and it would have been a lot better, just if you trimmed the fat a little bit. And I think that's where the strength of this issue gets. It's like, we have one issue to do this one crossover, and we also have another writer with us, David Sim, who created Cerebus. He also was a co-writer of this issue. So you've got a third opinion to help out with the story-writing process. So I think... The addition of another writer and the limitations of one issue how can you make that one issue the best turtles and service crossover at the time uh, how can you do that and i think they really benefited from having some limitations and more freedom
2: ah,
1: good. so i definitely see your argument so yeah good point man so what about you Weezy? how many uh, slices of pizza would you give it
0: well, you know, I really, really like this one. And I really like, like you mentioned, Rob, that it's kind of a self-contained issue. You you don't have a cliffhanger or anything like that. It's a bit longer, so you get a nice full story that uh, gives you something you've never really seen before. There's funny parts. And uh, even though it's, it's mostly a funny issue, you know, there's a couple of... Uh, of parts where you, you're a little bit nervous because you don't know what's going to happen. Like uh, when they're in the tavern and Cerebus is talking to the guys in the corner, and I'm thinking, you know, is he going to double-cross them? Are they going to yeah. get attacked? Because, yeah, you don't you don't know anything about the character. At, at least I didn't at this point. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was pretty neat, and uh, I, I really liked that. And then also, you know, uh, the Wizard of Oz, we're led to believe that he's going to kill her, right? So even at the very end, you're thinking... Are the turtles toast? What's going to happen here? I mean, so it was really cool. I liked it, and uh, I just uh, I love the fact that it's a self-contained story, and especially one of the best things uh, in the book is um, Josh. You said you have the works, uh, the works book, right?
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: Rob, are you reading it in the works? Or are you in the actual comic? I got the comic. So you're black and white in there? Okay. Um, but uh, but Josh, on page sixty three. Where okay. they're showing, at the at the bottom left-hand panel, you've got Jim Carrey wearing a Darth Vader helmet. <laughs> what? <laughs> it looks
3: exactly... You see what I'm saying? Oh, 63. Oh yes. my god, yeah,
0: no, I'm totally done. <laughs> so, Rob, if you... Uh, it's the page... Um,
1: it's page 28 in the comic. Okay, let me look, let me look. Page 28. Page 27, page 28. Is it during the battle scene?
0: No, the bottom left, so uh, the bottom right... Oh, has... yeah,
1: I see it, I see it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it does have a Darth oh, Vader helmet that's on. on. That's fine. Yeah, that's
0: great. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so i got to say I really, really like this issue. It's great, it's fun, it's long, and it's a complete story, and uh, I really liked getting to see the medieval... Well, I guess it's not medieval, it's before medieval, but to me it looks like, you know, sort of like a medieval town with a castle and everything. It's not something... Yeah. You get to see all the time, and I loved all the detail uh, that they put into in the scene right before they go into the bar where they're showing the town, uh, <laughs> the different buildings and stuff. If you've got people, like, creeping up on a roof doing something, it looks like they're holding a bat or something. It's just random random little details they put in to really kind of put you in the universe, which is really, really cool. I loved it. Yeah. So, um,
1: Speaking of random details, man, I, I'm sorry to cut you off, man, but no, look, no, no, at, go. look at page 26. I just noticed this. Page 26. Oh. Just completely random. Uh, look at the bottom right. Let me know if you see anything.
0: Oh my God, is that Batman?
1: That is Batman. There's Batman on an altar.
2: <laughs> That's
1: great. Did you that say 61?
0: Off.
1: 61, yeah. Yeah, we're 61. 17. He's leaning over that book.
0: Okay. Oh my gosh, you're right. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's Batman right there. I'm going to show you my Batman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet.
0: There are a lot of great issues in in this series. Um, I don't know that they could have done a whole lot better than they did with this issue, but I'm sure it's not better than, you know, all the other issues in the series. So I'm I'm probably going to go with an eight and a half. You know, it's really, really good. Not the best, but definitely if you've got a chance to read it or pick it up, it is absolutely worth picking up. You'll enjoy it. It's a nice long book that... uh, you know, and you can pick it up at any time. It really doesn't matter where you are in the story arc because yeah. I feel like it kind of stands on its own, which is nice. Hey,
4: Raph, where are you going? Out to a movie. That okay with you?
1: All right, guys, well here is another episode of our green screen here, and we are, we actually didn't follow the order we normally do, which is kind of cool, we're we're kind of changing things up a little bit, this was all uh, Joshua Work's idea here, Uh, we are covering, looks like, Night of the Rogues, this is in season 7, episode 9, so this is definitely a later one, Uh, this one aired on November 20th of 1993, and is episode 163 in the series, Wow,
0: 163. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's crazy, isn't it?
1: It is. And it's they crazy. still went on for like
3: three years after this episode, too.
0: Yeah,
1: this, this isn't a weird like transition episode, too. Like I only saw a part of it, but there's no Red Skies yet. However, the introduction's been changed, or the intro to the show's been changed. All, like, the animation part of it has been changed, but yeah. not the song. The song's still the original song. That changes a little bit later, you know, with...
2: Turtle power.
1: That's a little later. <laughs> nice. Hey, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Got to, you know, grease out the uh, golden pipes there. You're not sick. Shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, you know, that was all in my mouth. Not none of it was through my nose. There you go. <laughs> yeah. This is kind of a different one, you know. So I'm curious to see the the changes in the animation here because yeah. it's definitely a later release. So
3: I, I do I I. I watched this episode on a whim last week. I was up really early and I just saw this in my recommended uh, feed on YouTube, and I started watching. I was like, "This is a great episode," because this kind of addresses the problem I have with superheroes, where it's just like, "Why don't all of the villains just team up on the on the good guy and just kill him?" And it's like, "Well, <laughs> this is what happens in this episode where Shredder just finally, as you know, just to give you a brief description." Shredder just finally has enough of getting his butt kicked by the turtles, so he just rounds up a motley crew of villains to take on the turtles.
2: Yeah. Like this,
3: is, he gets like the Expendables crew for villains, and in, in the Ninja Turtles here, so he gets just like the baddest, uh, the baddest villains that the turtles have ever fought. Yeah.
1: So it's a rogues gallery. Sweet. Yeah, it, it is a veritable rogues gallery here. All right, guys. So if you want to follow along with us, this is on YouTube. We'll provide a link in the show notes for it. And we are going to go ahead and click play in five, four, three, two, one, and click. And here's what I'm saying: yeah, def- definitely a different intro here. Yeah. And I love how they fly. Intro. Oh, great, great intro! I love how they fly out of the mi- the sewer.
0: <laughs> oh, this this is from the old one. This clip here.
1: Yeah, yeah, a little bit.
0: Looks like they kind of mixed it up.
1: So we got the foot soldiers there. It always made
3: me mad that they only sold one foot soldier. It's like, why didn't they ever make, like, a bucket full of foot soldiers? Oh, gosh, yeah. Different colors, like the video that games. That would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah, like, just, like, here's
1: a bucket of ten foot soldiers for you.
0: Nice. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, they could have done that and, like, have different weapons for each one. Because if you think about the beat-em-up video games, they all yeah. had kind of their different fighting style, or different weapons they used. Some had the uh, samurai swords, some had the boomerangs. Or even if they just
3: packaged, like, the one gorilla foot soldier with the same weapons, and but there's like ten of them, I would've had,
1: I would've gotten that. Yeah, no. oh yeah. Wow, you could tell the animation's definitely more polished, you know, here. Yeah. Wow. Still Renee Jacobs' is April. Yeah. yeah. So the, the TV series had been on for... Let's see, 1987. Seven, uh, crime yeah, six, about, seven years now? Yeah, six, seven years at this point.
3: Man, so one thing that's really cool is, like, Raphael is just, like, fed up for not getting recognition for helping Yeah. Uh, cut the crime rate here, which is definitely something you don't see a whole lot in this show. But when they mention it, it's kind of like, yeah... It does. It is kind of lame that they don't get what they deserve ever. They got
0: to recognize.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? (laughs) I still like like, how the TV still has the rabbit ears, though.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) There's a turtle con.
1: Oh, there it is. Nice. You used to call me on my shell
2: phone. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That was awesome.
1: All right, so we got some construction going on outside here.
2: Either
0: that or it's a village people concert. I can't.
2: Think.
0: <laughs> in the navy.
1: <laughs> oh, I love I love Chicken Crank with his little laugh. Oh, that's awesome. EXO suit.
0: It just makes me think of the comic we watched, Rob, when uh, the U-Trums, uh come down in their spaceship. Oh, and they on, trip? like, National TV
2: trips. Yeah, <laughs> Any like, trips?
1: That not oh, that's great. Uh, I like how Michelangelo throws them. Like it's no big deal. They're probably yeah. heavier than the turtles. That's true.
3: I love so how there's just three construction workers tarring a whole street by themselves.
0: <laughs> but you know, one of them is doing work and the other two are just watching.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's the new guy who's got to prove his worth there. Yeah, yeah.
0: That's yeah. Yeah, a union job.
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh, they just poured cement on oh. Shredder.
3: Well, Shredder just burned the death. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what's like, funny?
0: I was listening to one of the episodes that you guys did, and I never really noticed uh, Rocksteady's wooden sword until you guys mentioned it. Yeah. You know, I didn't either. Yeah, uh, I never even noticed.
3: Yeah. I noticed. It was like the first thing I noticed, like how incompetent is Rocksteady. He doesn't even have an actual sword. He just got a wooden sword.
1: <laughs> right, right. If you look at his chest, he's got a grenade there, and that's tied to a string. Yeah. Gosh, if somebody pulls that. grenade, yeah. wooden
0: sword. <laughs> Do they ever use it in any of the episodes?
3: Oh, he, wow. In the first season, yeah. Oh, really? Okay. I think in the first season it was an actual machete,
1: but, you know. No.
2: That, okay. The grenades? Please, please, please,
1: changed it. I don't know about the grenades, I'm not sure. I would yeah. doubt it. So there's a technodrome underneath the water, underneath the ocean. Under the sea. <laughs> Under the sea. <laughs> Down where it's wetter, down where it's better, under the sea. Come on, man! <laughs> now who's Sebastian, out of us three? I, I, I'd say that is. Well, actually, Sebastian has been uh, Jay Weezy today. Yeah, it's a jerk.
0: That's right. <laughs> Ain't no more troubles. Life is the bubbles under the sea.
1: <laughs> oh man, so. Shredder is done with Bebop and Rockstage. Just threw him down in this uh, garbage pit.
0: Oh, that's the trash compactor. That's it. The walls are gonna close.
1: Oh, there's Chrome Dome. Chrome Dome. Yeah. This isn't his first appearance, is it? This is. No, it's the second yeah. one. He's like a samurai RoboCop. Yeah, exactly. But evil. You know that's a move. That's
3: like He's a trauma like, film somewhere. <laughs>
0: it's like Tutankhamun style too. <laughs>
2: true, true. There's absolutely nothing of value there.
3: Hey dudes, maybe we should check with Okay Donatello, I take issue with that. There is absolutely something of value in a hall of
1: records. <laughs> <laughs> I don't was think that... you know how real estate works, but <laughs> Now was that Townsend Coleman? That did, that didn't sound like Townsend Coleman for Mikey. It was him. Was yeah. it? Wow, his voice uh was a little different there. James Avery's not Shredder in
3: this episode. That's the only thing that takes this episode from being a perfect ten for me.
0: Oh, oh yeah wow. you can tell wow,
2: yeah'll
1: to wow wow what a difference yeah
3: yeah that's the only thing this episode needs is James Avery, yeah man, but it's he's not in it
1: he's got like
0: a he's got like a 70 inch screen back there man
2: I know yeah
0: it's like a pimping control room
1: man you <laughs> <laughs> so watch the big game
0: yeah you yeah. trust <laughs> right. football game
1: yeah yeah <laughs> I love uh, Rock City.
2: I'm getting scared! (laughs) Nice.
1: There's our old computers there. I like how it's just the alphabet. Yeah, because that's what binary looks like. (laughs)
0: I love. Okay, that so way. Jay That's Weezy, it. since
3: you you work in this kind of field here, what is hacking actually like? What, can you tell us?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the seeing this kind of stuff
3: it's, just make your head explode. You know, definitely,
0: just... nothing like this. You know, I <laughs> yeah. love love computers in the in the uh, late '80s and early '90s because they could do anything. You could, like, dial into, like, a pizza shop and get free pizza. Like, just <laughs> random stuff. Like, dial in and change your grades. Or launch nuclear missiles, apparently.
3: I know, right? Like, a floppy disk could destroy the world oh, in, yeah. in, back in the 90s.
0: And they did it in, like, all the cartoons, even, like, Transformers. There'd be, like, a floppy disk, and the whole episode is about getting the disk, you know? It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: wonder what happened to Krang's giant exosuit. That thing kept getting destroyed. I,
3: I, I don't know. It just it keeps getting destroyed and rebuilt and destroyed and rebuilt.
0: Mm-hmm. It's in the shop. You know, he's got the it's there.
1: I like what you said. Uh, it's a giant man baby. Man baby man robot. Baby robot. <laughs> hey, there's working.
0: Go. Oh, there he is. Oh, Flash. man.
1: Leatherhead? Leatherhead. Scary lady. I can't remember Scary lady. her name. Antrax. Scumbug. Oh, uh, Scumbug. Scumbug. There's it's Antrax. It. There he is. I one thing that's really so cool lit. is, like,
3: Scumbug and Antrax actually debuted in the Archie comics.
0: That's cool. Oh, you can tell okay. this is totally a uh, toy commercial. He's, like, introducing every single villain, and then he's like, collect them all from the <laughs> Ninja Turtles the
1: Flamethrower. The kids love that one. <laughs>
3: It's just wow, here look to, how big you know, the is. the Legion of Doom right here. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> just one thing.
3: The oh man, I gotta go buy some figures. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Man. On, see, oh. I, ne- I never realized how big Chromedome was. Was
3: he always that tall? Yes, in the cartoon wow. he was. Yeah, the figure is a normal figure, but he was always that tall in the in the series. Oh, wow. You see the
1: lady going
0: after Shredder, man? He's got some Mac. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's not the only God.
3: thing he's gonna shred, yeah. Oh
2: <laughs> Turn There's... it up! There's, There's that. <laughs> oh! Well, what was that? I don't know, it looks like, like a beer can can of baked beans. You gotta split up and take them on
3: Well, you know, it is it's probably a gas can out of baked beans, yeah. <laughs> nice.
0: well, the turtles are retreating.
3: Yeah. I've got a plan. We have to run away. Yeah.
0: <laughs> run away!
3: <laughs> I can't remember that woman's name, but she was in an earlier season where uh, she's a video game character that was brought to life, and she can control the weather.
1: Oh, like oh, awesome. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah. What if there's a toy of her? There isn't one, no. Oh, no kidding. you gonna love my hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I love Leatherhead, <laughs> You gonna love my hot sauce. <laughs> I
3: love how just huge Leatherhead is, man. He looks. I awesome. put that
0: stuff on everything.
1: <laughs> Eggs, hot sauce. Oh, Cereal, hot sauce. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Hot sauce. More back. hot sauce. <laughs> more hot sauce. <laughs> this is not working. You're right. So I say we go back to my original plan, which is.
2: <laughs> Run away! <laughs>
3: yeah, it
0: totally just nope. I'm out. <laughs> oh, there's another baked bean. There's
2: only one way out of this. Whoa!
1: He's got a
0: patented racking
1: formula. Arrest Now, who did the racking? Was that Pat Fraley? I don't
2: oh. know. It sounds like
3: it could be Pat Fraley. He's got yeah. a very Kind of distinct sound to him.
2: hmm
0: Kinda of reminds me of the uh Casey Jones a little bit. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was
1: thinking, yeah.
2: Stock exchange is vital to city. Destroying it would do maximum damage. Uh, wait. Let's wreck those statues first.
3: Again, I don't think you know how stocks work. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh Off with
2: his head. Not the oh. statue of the
1: custer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Off with his head.
0: And he knows how to cut the custer.
1: Uh huh. There's ye pizza this is the best one
3: i love the, this is my it favorite part of this show because it's gonna show you exactly why you don't mess with slash all of hold on after Vernon gets done talking here
2: <laughs> <laughs> here, we go.
3: here he goes man i love his design he, he the toy definitely looks definitely looks different than uh Than the slash uh, character,
1: no, big time.
0: I love that wrecking wrecking riff. He's turned. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Wrecking solo. (laughs) Break it down.
1: (laughs) You know, after the turtles, you know, they they finally the first series ended. He he kind of had his own solo career he (laughs) music. It's just the Rat King out there
0: performing the classics.
1: <laughs> the Rat Rap. <laughs> the rat Rap. <laughs> I like how Leather Leatherhead just belly bumped Vernon.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, boy! Just got kind of double check him.
1: <laughs> oh my God! He's gonna make gumbo out of him. Oh, that's good stuff. Oh no!
2: <laughs>
1: April, help me! <laughs> I would do the same for you. <laughs>
3: Come on, Falcon, get out of there.
0: <laughs> wonder what the FCC has to do about the frequencies that the Turtlecom uses.
4: Yeah, I know. You know those
0: are unregistered.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah, it would have been a great reason to introduce Agent Bishop or something like that, you know?
0: <laughs> that would be kind of a cool story, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, I like, would it would make
3: a... kind of weird frequency, you know? It would make the most sense. I mean, like, why didn't the government ever, like, try to just take out the turtles, you
4: know? Ah, true.
1: Do the
3: whole X-Men round. I mean, you route. see that kind of stuff now, but, like, back then, it's just like, nope, we can't have cops beating up
1: people.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that wouldn't happen. I love the foot soldiers. They do construction. They do everything. They do destruction. Ah, true. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that is. Man, I love how this is just like an existential quest for identity for Bebop and Rockstead. It's like what do we do if we're not bad guys?
2: You
1: know? <laughs> and I'm really liking Crowdone's design. He looks great. He looks awesome, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: uh
0: I love the financial jargon. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There you go. Take him oh, out. There's a sword again.
2: Oh, Oh, uh, every time.
1: The ever-breaking swords.
4: Whoa, the Dang, there Slash.
1: Is. Oh. Let me just press this over my head a few times.
0: Bang. Man, talk about taking your lunch to go. <laughs>
2: <laughs> huh, for once in my life, I think
4: I'll pass on the pizza.
1: Yeah, that sounds uncommon. Okay. I, I can hear it now. You now, is that, was that Burns' girlfriend with him, or is she gone?
2: I Burnsy. Thought
1: that, I thought that was Irma. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, what is that? I do some kind of... Man, he's, he must make making a heck of a gumbo. He got some... He keeps some talking turtles. about it. Yeah. <laughs> I always prefer turtle soup, but... <laughs> Tonight that's what you're going to dine on. That's
0: right. What's that? It is a disintegrator, capable of vaporizing this entire building. Na. Think of it to me for the looks like a cash to register. And the- you had that thing the whole time? <laughs>
4: yeah. city's biggest insect destroyer, out in a single stroke. Yeah. This is going to be a great day.
0: Man, there's so much
3: detail on all of these characters here. How, it must have been hell to animate this. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, that's crazy. Just like, You never hear about the amount of work that goes into these shows. You always hear about, oh, it wasn't that good, blah, blah, blah. It's like there's a lot of effort going in here, man.
1: Oh, big time. Big time. And plus, you know, I, I don't know by season seven if they were cranking out as many episodes, but gosh, those first four or five uh, seasons, my goodness. They were like 30 to 40 episode seasons.
3: Yeah, yeah. The only one that was, like, a short season was the first one that was six episodes. Yeah. And then that was very much like a... Te- that whole season was kind of like a pilot, you know? So.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: I like how her Turtle Com was all around. It's like the mini edition. Well,
3: she's oh, a girl. Yeah. It's got to look like a makeup compact.
1: Yeah, it's a flip uh... phone. Polly Pocket. Yeah, oh,
3: Polly yeah, Polly.
1: dude. Polly Pocket, yeah. yeah.
3: Whatever. Mighty Max. That's oh, yeah, like.
2: totally.
1: Yeah. That's what I yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, never <clears throat> They, I swear, didn't they have a Ninja Turtles Polly Pocket thing?
3: They did, yeah, but they were like, um, they were turtles that you would open up. Like there was a Raphael one, yeah. Yeah, they were, okay. They had a couple of them.
1: Hey, maybe we can review that for the Radical Relics one day.
3: You go right ahead, man. I'm, I'm so afraid of like one of my babies, like picking up the little figures
1: inside and eating them. Oh yeah, that'd be bad.
2: There's what? Like Where do they find
3: this? In the background. You see it? You know what's crazy? The These guys can literally warp between off. dimensions. What do they have any use for gold for?
1: <laughs> ah, true. It's very true. I have a you know what? Plan. We'll use my tractor beam. <whistles> <Tractor> beam suck <laughs> me right in. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: you do it again. I gotta hear it
1: again. Oh, all you do is hum and whistle at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here we go. There's the man. There's Casey. Casey Jones. And that Zach. looks like lo- that looks like the little boy that uh was he the one who wanted to be the Ninja Turtle?
3: Yeah, that's him, oh, okay. Yeah.
1: I think I think his name is Zach. I can't quite remember. That sounds right. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: You're sick, Leatherhead. You're just sick. You disgust me, dude. Rat King's tall, man. He's taller than Leatherhead. Yeah. He must go to a gym I'm telling you what
3: yeah I know like he's got like a secret stash of protein powder someplace he's
0: got <laughs> check out that chick's hair dude it's like a bulbous bouffant
2: <laughs> it is
3: <laughs> I love how okay fans need to stop because like they're talking about how they gotta stick to the shadows like
1: everyone's just walking out in the open in this show I love that oh, yeah. <laughs> and they're, I mean you know it's sure it's nighttime, but there's still lights on people are awake yeah. Like, we're bad guys, what do we care? Yeah, what do you gotta do? We must
0: go after that robot. You just Kool-Aid manned that door.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah.
3: He's gotta go plug in.
0: Oh, it's a huge (laughs) KitchenAid.
2: Whoa. Oh, Oh
0: man. Casey Jones broke his stick. Has that ever happened before?
1: Ah, no. no. Dang, Chrome dome just. Made it oh, sort of work of the, the
2: splinter.
1: Yeah. throwing people around like rag dolls. That's
0: what happened My on like Turtles accessories. It must have been Chromedome. The Chrome's disappear.
1: That
3: Chrome Chrome just killed that kid. Anybody noticed that? <laughs> 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 he just killed that kid, man. The kid's like, I
2: regret nothing. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Oh, oh Terminator. wow.
0: Terminator. Oh, totally. That was On oh, the great. lights, the eyes even, like. <laughs> the eyes even a <laughs> Oh, yeah, they're bringing over the Commodore 64. <laughs> it is.
2: Location, Bug
0: Time to <gasps>
3: Again, I don't think they know how computers work.
0: <laughs> yeah, apparently Zach knows 6502 Assembler. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I love how they talk.
3: The <laughs> Man, he is just like just a dumb kid. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> just absolutely love that. It's coming right now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got a long way to go, Casey.
2: It's no good.
1: Drop that wood.
3: I love how that's Casey's answer to everything. He just hits everything. Yeah.
0: I love how he can frown through his mask and you can still tell he's frowning.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Do you know that Casey Jones only appeared in like four episodes in this whole series? Really? Really? Yeah, he was only in four episodes.
0: That's so funny because like they made an action figure and everybody always wanted him because he was so cool.
1: Yeah. It's crazy. Crazy. Yeah, come to think of it, I don't remember seeing him in a lot of episodes, yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, he, he was in
3: uh, three episodes, I'm sorry, it's only three, like, he shows up again in, like, season nine, that's it. Man, wow. dude,
2: that's
0: crazy. We can buy it.
3: But he, like, he didn't appear until, like, season three, shows up in season seven, and then season nine, so. Wow. Crazy. He loves prime numbers.
0: It <laughs> must be an odd character.
3: Oh. Um... That was better, because nine's not a prime number, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: Gonna pull us?
1: Ah, now we're even. I uh. oh,
3: no,
2: I still got a long <laughs> way to go, Rob. I think
0: this. I Man, look at that! There's
1: just like a hail of like laser beams. Yeah. <laughs> I love Krang running away. <laughs> His little chicken suit. Boy, thank what are these things? Called? I don't know. Is there a name for those? I don't know. Like the drill things.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
3: jo bit i don't know yeah
0: <laughs> I, just I know they, they
3: made i know they made, they made a toy of them because of course they did yeah
0: the pmatic bank tooth thing <laughs> Let's go.
1: wow they all ran off well, What?
3: well there's only one minute left in this episode there is <laughs> no time for a battle <laughs> yeah. royale so oh, you bet, take back every rotten thing i said about him
0: human beings are aces in my book
3: he could him. easily just slide out of that
1: yeah Would he is a weasel because look <laughs> at how
3: look at yeah it's true but look how high up it is on him he could get he could get out of that pretty easy <laughs>
1: All right, nice. that's it. That was pretty good. Wow, different uh, background image too. Look at that. It's yeah, not the technodrome anymore. An
0: you still yeah. got the battle
1: riff though. Oh yes, oh yes. So man, I really like this episode. I-, I thought the ending was a little uh, uh, anti-climactic, but uh, but yeah, yeah, I love having all the all the villains work together, and uh, and then I love how. Of all people to rescue Shredder and Krang, it's Bebop and Rocksteady. You never see that, so right, uh, yeah, good touch there. That was very nice. So, uh, so what about you guys? Man, I really love
3: this episode, man. As soon as I saw it last week, I was like, Rob, we got to watch this because <laughs> there's just so much. Like, if you're a Turtle fan, like this is like the episode for you. If, if for nothing else, just the sheer number of characters, because like the Turtles didn't really have that many sidekicks. You know, what I mean, like, yeah. uh, that you saw, I mean, there were no mute animals to the Ninja Turtles, even though there should have been. But it was cool seeing Casey Jones, and it was cool seeing Zack, but just seeing the sheer amount of villains in this, I absolutely love it. I wish they would have done more episodes like this, where they had more villain team-ups, but it was usually just the villain of the week for this oh, series. Yeah. So it was it was a nice change of pace, very welcome change of pace to see just the Legion of Doom right here.
0: yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That was awesome. I mean, there was, I kind of wish that they had more battle scenes just because there were so many guys, but yeah. it's, it's a short. I mean, they're always short, so there's only so much you could do. And I think they really did a lot with it, uh, showing all the characters. And it was great. Yeah. Like you're saying, if you can only watch one episode because uh, you don't have much time, this is the one to see because you watch this, you're totally back in the Turtles universe and you want to go out there and buy a bunch of toys. Yeah.
2: Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Uh, Well said, guys. So uh, before we close out today's uh, episode, uh, if you want to reach out to us, please send us an email at turtleflakespodcast at gmail.com. Please, if you wouldn't mind, write us a review on iTunes, positive or constructive, whatever whatever strikes your fancy. um, Please, that helps promote the show. um, It gets more eyes and ears out there uh, for Turtle Flakes. Uh, Just check us out on iTunes and uh, write us a review there. We'd really appreciate it. Um, And, of course, you can always call our TurtleCom hotline. It's um, 865-309-4875. I always forget that last part. And if uh, you got
0: a quarter, then call a reporter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, call April O'Neill in on this case, and you better hurry up. There's no time to waste. (laughs) What? What? So uh, I don't so guys, know any
3: Ninja Turtles rap songs, so it's just uh, kind of like
1: skipping stones.
3: It's We're
1: coming out of our shell. <laughs> oh freak man, freak at them. <laughs> <laughs> so so okay, guys. The the question we all want to know is what kind of pizza are we going to have to close out another totally tubular episode of Turtle Flakes?
0: Well, I really like the idea of the the waffle. Iron the turtles waffle iron, so I say Ooh. we have pizza and waffles. Pizza oh, yeah. and
1: waffles, all right. Well, all right, dudes, and dudes. Well, here's to hoping you enjoy your pizza and waffles dinner. I guess, yeah. Or we're we doing the waffles on top of the pizza. It
0: could be dinner. It could be. It's anything. It's that's the best part about it.
1: Or is the cheese on top of the waffle. Yeah, the waffle's got to be the pizza crust, man. Oh,
2: okay, all right. I
0: like where your head's at.
1: Yeah.
3: What you, you know what you do? You get a waffle, you get mozzarella cheese, sausage, bacon, and eggs. That's where. That's what you do. Oh my
1: gosh! Yeah, like a break, a whole breakfast thing there. And then yeah.
3: breakfast gravy over for the sauce. Oh that's... my gosh!
1: Yes. And don't yes. eat for the oh, don't eat for the next two weeks because you got <laughs> enough calories to last you. Yeah, I know.
3: <laughs> you have one of those and you're good to go for the weekend. Man.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! All right, dudes and dudettes, well, here's to hope you enjoy your waffle breakfast cheese pizza. Cowabunga, dudes. Cowabunga, everyone. <laughs>
2: Wait,
1: I hear something. I hear it. Hold on. Josh, you there, buddy? Hello? They must be getting Uh-oh. set up. He fell over. <laughs> Jay Wheezy!
3: Damn, that dude can tight. Hear him. Do they know that we can hear their conversation?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hope we don't hear anything awkward here in a minute.
3: Yeah, I know, right?
0: Yo yo. Yo yeah, there he is. There he yeah. is. How's it going? Ooh, well, um, I'm sort of awake now.
1: <laughs> oh, you party animal, do you uh uh oversleep on us, man? Yeah, I did. I, I did, did the same thing to I felt so bad. Genesis Gems last Saturday. I was like, you know, I was all excited to go on and stuff. I uh, prepped, prepped for the game, played it, took all my notes. I fell asleep at nine o'clock. They recorded at ten thirty. I woke oh. up. Yeah, I woke up like six o'clock in the morning the next day in my beanbag chair in the game room. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, I said, "Oh, geez." I like how Christopher just left you there. <laughs> well, well she, the thing was, she was out of town um, uh, with the, with the baby. She wanted to go see. Uh, uh, my in-laws and stuff, so I was like, you know what, I'll, I'll uh, go ahead and uh, pull an All-Nighter Gaming, and then I'll do Genesis Gems and all that stuff. Well, I was on my beanbag chair, reading a little bit, I think I was, I might have been prepping for Turtle Flakes, and I just, I fell asleep. So yeah, I'm the jerk. Man, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rob can't hang. No, I nice. can't. I'm old. So, uh, Jay Weezy, how have you been doing, man? It's been a while.
0: Yeah, it's, it has been a while. It's been, uh, it's been really a crazy, uh... Man, what six months?
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. How's the job going?
0: Good. Um so yeah, we had uh, crazy projects. So I was pretty much working uh mandatory twelve hour days for a couple months. Oh Twelve uh, hour days every day. And I have an hour drive to and from work. Oh my god. So it was gosh. more like yeah, it was crazy. I was just like days working.
1: not to mention, you know. Time to get ready and all that stuff. Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, it was it was insane, and some days it was longer than that because you know we had stuff we had to get finished before we left. It was it was absolutely insane. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so those those hours have finally stopped. So it's it's getting a little bit better. Um, and I'm um, trying. Trans- yeah, I'm trying to transition to another position. So. Oh, wrapping now. <laughs> <laughs> And actually, hey, you uh, didn't know
4: it. <laughs> speak,
0: Speaking of rapping and work, I am actually. Uh, just yesterday, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing a rap music video for work. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, uh, are we recording? You can record if you want.
1: Oh yeah, I, I've got it. Uh, recorded now. Josh and okay. I've been uh, ranting and raving about Venus. So somebody was throwing <laughs> off on Venus, to Milo, and you know we we were trying to you know defend her honor.
0: Yeah, that sounds like you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so at work, uh, we've got a big data team. You know, for doing you know large amounts of reporting and and you know pulling in large data sets and stuff like that. So, they have this new employee thing where they they in, introduce people to IT and explain what they do. And then they did this segment where some people from our department were explaining what we do. And then they did this video segment where they were interviewing the new employees, asking them, well, what do you think big data is? And they were giving some answers, and someone goes, yeah, isn't that a rapper? And, <laughs> and we all started laughing and made a joke about it. So I actually wrote a song about it and, uh, and recorded it and sent it in, and everybody loved it. So they want me to do a music video for it now uh, at work. <laughs> so it's yeah it's gonna be pretty awesome
1: oh that is awesome man that is dude you're gonna have to get us a copy of the cd oh yeah the moment you yeah. find out you're michael scott from the office <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: that's right you got your own like scranton what the electric city scranton, yeah
3: scranton City or whatever like that scranton city.
0: No. <laughs> yeah so i was i was up late last night watching gangster rap videos for some
1: inspiration Oh man, if you, if you need to help with some rhymes man i, I can hook you up
0: yeah, so, you know, all right, I'll, uh, I may reach out to you. I've got, I've got most of it down, you know, I've been rehearsing, so.
1: Can <laughs> you hear some of it?
0: Sure, yeah. A all right. <clears>
4: throat> throat> throat. <clears>
1: throat> He's got to get his chain
3: with its giant clock hanging off of it on. So. That's
0: right, <laughs> that's right. Jay Weezy. <clears throat> <laughs> let me get my let me get my lyrics. Oh yeah,
3: the got it. Got it is Lyrics killing me. me I got mo-
0: I have most of this memorized, but you know.
1: <laughs> you want to make sure you nail it. Yeah, you snail it.
0: So- <laughs> got it. Got to snail it. Uh huh.
3: It's gonna be the name of the CD. Got to snail it. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
1: Okay.
0: Y'all ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> My name is Big Data. Yeah, you know me. I'm the original gangster. The capital D. Got data with volume. <laughs> Velocity, veracity. I struggle, but you know that I got the tenacity. Giggle what? Giggle who? Got gig capacity. Watch this data? I pass this, you know, can handle these paths like me. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Oh, my God.
3: I Guy... You two. I love you guys. You're friends of mine, but I have to say, we are the whitest people on the internet right
2: now. <laughs> I was
1: getting into it. I was like, yeah, boy. <laughs> oh, that's
2: great.
3: You
1: know, and big data in the house. All right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I got that recorded. That is going to be in the loop reel.
0: Uh, Rob Luther is the junkie that casts the most Genesis Gems, Turtle Flakes, and The Super Show. Rob Luther. Hearts into every show, don't believe me, take off. Oh go grab some headphones. <laughs> <laughs> Just
1: make that up. <laughs> Dang, wow.
3: man. Bust rhymes over here. Jay Weezy and Eminem gonna be battling this weekend.
0: <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. Rob <laughs> yeah. Luther was like mine from another mother. Sure he cries when it reads the path but it turns the streets of rage until the streets of wrath. Oh! <laughs> man.
1: Jeez, how's he busting this out? Jeez. I, I know what he's been secretly doing. The reason, you know, the 12-hour shifts, man, He's not he's not working at a computer firm or anything like that. He's rapping, no, man. But... He's touring. Yeah, he's prepping his rap career Yeah, merchandising.
0: All you hoses out there trying to give Rob grief just because he sports flanner and pretty white teeth. If you don't (laughs) like Rob, then you can just take off. Because shut up, you all know that Rob Luther, a boss.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well done. I, I don't...
3: You know what, it's to send the show on that. <laughs> Man, I gotta put- I gotta make that my ringtone. Man,
1: <laughs> you just see me with my flannel, like, you know, put it up toward the camera, yeah, boy.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, you guys there? Yeah, I'm here. Ah, oh, alright, Sorry, I'm a little out of breath, man. I uh, had to run back up the stairs and uh, take little uh, peanut. I had to... Uh, I can't talk now. <laughs> it's three flights of stairs. <laughs> uh, 31 years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a uh, little peanut. He, uh, I've strapped him in. The lady's going to the gym for a little bit, and they got uh, child care there. So. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I've got that taken care of. And so far... No issues with uh, your place, huh, Josh? And the babies? Uh,
3: Not yet. I mean, not,
1: it's, it's more been excluded, quiet. Huh?
3: Maybe maybe the babies killed the big kids. I don't know. <laughs> so.
1: That's awesome. I love it.
3: Yeah, Grayson's totally the one that's just going to be, like, having a good time and just, like, broke Danica's neck or something like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Gummy bears! <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, gosh, she's so funny. She could... I like it when she goes... Uh... Uh, the other day when she came in and uh, she goes, "You were asking her like, well why don't why don't you go get mommy?'" She goes, "No." No. That pig. That
3: stupid pig.
1: Oh, I love it. Oh gosh, that was so funny. Stop talking about me. Oh, oh no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, hey, you're all right. Coming here, his rap career, whatever. Jay Weezy. <laughs> See, we were calling J- you know Jay Weezy's is the perfect name for him. He could have his own <laughs> band or. Travel. Yeah, we inspired them. You know? Yeah. 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 So we should get, cool. like,
3: half of all the royalties. Yeah, we should. <laughs> I want I want 5% of the merchandise. I got, I got yeah.
0: bad news. You're going to owe some money. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Grayson was freaking out a little bit downstairs. So. Oh, no. No, she all right? Oh, she's fine. She just wanted to come up here, and Danica wouldn't. Danica told her no. So she's like,
0: <laughs> ah, I'm not getting what I
2: want.
1: I know exactly, right?
4: <laughs>
1: yeah. Go so, Islanders. Yeah. Oh, t- take off. All right. And that does it for the news, guys. So it's time to get into Casey's comic classroom. No, it's not. It's time to get into the toy review. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Jeez, man. <laughs> it's time for Rob
1: to get a clue. You sure not I'm too sorry. tired of me talking? Cause I'm,
3: I'm kind of a, annoying. I just honestly, I just kind of zoned out there. Where you all right? Yeah, Rob's going. P. he's
1: off. he's off. There
3: he goes. it?
1: <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I might swing by Barnes and Noble and uh, pick it up. They might have a president sale or days president sale.
0: President sale? Yes, that's
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord.
3: All right <laughs> guys. Actually, uh, if you don't mind, just give me 1 second. I have to check on something real quick.
2: Oh, Hold sure on.
1: thing, boy. I calling me, boy.
2: Sure thing, nerd boy.
1: Oh, sweet. So do you have a link to this one, Jose? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It was
0: in the uh the chat there. I brought it up and it's I got it queued up.
1: All right, me too. I'm going to do the same thing right now. Wait. Okay, I'm back, guys. Hello, boy. Hey, more boy. <laughs> Welcome back. We miss you long time. <laughs>
4: Man. Uh, wow.
1: Oh, sorry. I don't even know what. I'm sorry. I'm getting slap happy now. All right, guys. So, um, uh, I think I got everything linked time. up. Say what? We miss you long
4: time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh gosh! Awesome. I appreciate
0: you guys keeping the show going while I'm not there. Thanks for uh, you know keeping it going and uh, really like the the, you know the job you guys are doing. It's awesome.
3: Thanks, Thanks, man. man. Thank you for giving me Rob. I wouldn't have wouldn't (laughs) done that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you you got to take care of him now. you has got to watch where
1: you're changing him though.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I know. You you know, I found out you can't give him cranberries, man. He just goes everywhere. That's true. It's
2: true. Yeah, I like
1: my cranberries.